countdown to kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHIS. The Broncos at home getting set to take on Jamestown. The team from Jamestown, North Dakota will be in here this afternoon as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper and coach uh, the Jimmys participating in the G-Pack for the first time uh, this year. But it's uh, not a new opponent to us. We've seen it in the last two years. We really have. Uh, they came down here the first uh, three years ago. They came down here and then we returned the favor and went up there. So we played these guys. We're pretty familiar with them, but it's a completely different program and team than what they've had the previous two. We've got two games left here in the regular season. Jamestown here this week at home. We go on the road next week to finish things off at Dakota Wesleyan. How important is it now to uh, maybe uh, capture one of these last two games and and go into the offseason with a little bit of momentum. It, it would be huge. You know, you're talking about the momentum. You know, you can walk into high schools and, and home visits with recruits and say, hey, this is where we finish. We just need to get you to add you to the final piece of the puzzle. So that adds some credence to We haven't had a winning record here in about, I don't know, three or four years, something like that. So there's a lot of stake in these next two games, and we got to be playing for pride, and we got to be playing for a legacy, which is what we've talked to our seniors about. We're coming off of a a game last week that we had all the chances in the world to, to maybe pull off one of the, the biggest upsets uh, in the conference this year, losing by 10 to Northwestern. But this is uh, a game that we took right down to the wire. You know, we really did. Really liked uh, what Coach Head did offensively, liked what uh, the offense overall did. You know, we were able to run the football against one of the top defenses in the nation. We were able to throw the football against one of the top defenses in the nation. There were some breakdowns within our defense, though. Um, we we didn't really have an answer. And you said this uh, after the post game for their little slot receiver that uh, got the conference player of the week we didn't uh, keep our eye discipline on him but on the flip side we caused five turnovers on defense so you know we got to be able to play better than that we got to limit those big plays but if you look at the big picture the whole game from the first quarter to the end of the game our guys competed for all 60 minutes why were we able to rush the football and uh, throw the football against one of the, the better defenses all of a sudden we come out of the woodworks, and uh, we can do those sort of things. Well, it, there was two reasons. One, started up front. Our offensive line play, played the best game that they had played all year against one of the top defenses, like I said earlier. Um, another reason was one of their all-conference linebackers wasn't playing, so they had uh, a backup in there. But again, his backup is one of the better players, too. So um, those were the two combinations. And, and to be honest with you, I think at the end of the day, our offense went out there, and they looked at it as a challenge. You know, They looked at it as we have not performed very well this season. We've always struggled against Northwestern, so let's go out there and let's let's be aggressive. Let's not sit back on our heels and wait for them to make a decision. Let us be aggressive and go out there and attack them in the air and on the ground. I know you're not into moral victories. We don't want to talk about moral victories, but I'll tell you what, you got to come out of that ball game with a little pep. You know, we, we actually played pretty well last week. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, we talked to uh, after the game, you know, on the turf and everything like that, and I saw a lot of guys with uh, a lot of tears in their eyes, and that tells me that it's important to them. It tells me that they still care about this thing. But you're right. It, it, moral victories, there isn't such a thing as that. But I'm not one of those going, coaches that's going to sit here and just completely disregard that because the up-and-down season that we've had to come against the, the second-best team in our conference, a team that's going to go to the national playoffs and take them down to a one-possession game before they scored that touchdown on the fourth down, I think that's something to build on. we got to keep plugging. 
we can pull a lot of things out of this ball game in preparation for the final two, can we? Well, we can because it's very similar to the next two teams, especially the team that we're going to play today, which is one of the best defenses. I know some of their scores kind of look like it's a little out of hand, but in the first half, they get after you. You know, they have one of the best red zone defenses and stuff like that. So our offense should be able to have some confidence and understand that we got to be physical at the point of attack. They have a a slot receiver just like Northwestern does that we're going to have to play some man-to-man and make sure we understand and find out where he's at every time. A couple of highlights coming out of the ball game last week. Uh, Taj Willingham, uh, Tyree Neesmith, they they carried the ball well. uh, 201 yards uh, rushing last week against uh, Northwestern. Isaiah Jackson, our quarterback, uh, performed pretty well. So the offense uh, clicking last week. Can't can't say it enough. Isaiah Jackson is our third-string quarterback coming in to four weeks ago, and now he's started the last two games. He's done a very good job of managing the game and, and limiting the turnovers. we got to continue with that. And, it, you know, when you rush for over 200 yards against a defense like Northwestern, that's pretty good. I don't remember the last time that we were able to do that in a long time. So – um, and I think what a lot of people don't know is on Tyree's touchdown run that he had, Taj subbed Tyree into his place, and Taj was the lead blocker. You know, that says something about a young man when you're an All-American say, you know what, I ain't going to tote the rock on this one. They're going to expect me to tote the rock. I'm going to give it to Ty. And those guys are playing well right now. Isaiah Jackson, 16 out of 36 last week for 224 yards and three touchdowns. I think he grew up a lot in, in just that one week. Didn't really he? did. And, and, you know, there was, to be honest with you, he probably could have had one, maybe even two more um, touchdown passes. You know, we misjudged one from a receiver standpoint, and then we turned the ball over trying to make a move. So he's coming into his own. He's a little banged up, though, from the Concordia game. But, hey, you know what? It's football. You're going to get hit. You're going to get hurt a little bit. So uh, we just got to make sure we protect him and get him in a position to be successful. And the defense, again, gave up some yards last week, but they kept us around uh, in the ball game with, with five turnovers. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row that we've had five turnovers in the game. And and that, you know, the last one, I don't honestly know how it happened. You know, we've watched the film over and over and over. Chris Rodriguez, a true freshman for us, caused three fumbles last week. I mean, that's perfect. Pretty impressive. So um, we were able to do that. We blew a couple coverages, and, and we've worked a lot on that this week because it's a very similar concept to what we're going to see today. I know I've been hounding you all season long on the, on the turnover ratio. All of a sudden, <laughs> we look pretty good. The last two weeks, we've had six fumble recoveries, four interceptions. We're plus nine in the turnover ratio the past two weeks. You can keep hammering me and hounding me about that every single day now. Well, yeah, we looked good all of a sudden in the in that in that statistic. All of a sudden, we just get turnovers. Is that a thing that just comes and goes, or what are we doing special to uh, force the turnovers? All you know, of a sudden, we drill it a little bit, but not a lot. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is being in position to make the football play. Number one, number two, it's tackling. You got to ensure the tackle, and then we talk a lot about nine five nine, getting nine guys around the ball fifty percent of the time. And, you know, when you ensure the tackle and you go for the strip, that's good. And then on the interceptions, we're playing with good eye discipline. You know, we get a little pressure up front, and we're being able to do that, but we've got to keep doing it. So Hastings is uh, sitting pretty good right now in the old turnover margin as far as uh, the conference standings are concerned. I think we're all the way up to fourth place all of a sudden. We look pretty good. So. Well, we, we should have started earlier with it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you should have started hounding me more. All right. It's uh, Jamestown in here this afternoon to take on Hastings College. We'll come back and talk about the Jimmies as our pregame show continues after this. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. 
And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with a coach sneaking up to game time here this afternoon. Hastings getting set to take on the Jimmies of Jamestown, a team that is two and seven on the season. They are one and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They've got wins over Valley City State and and Briar Cliff so far this year. Kind of a tough team to to figure out where they're coming from here. You know they are they are physical. They play hard. If I was to compare them to any team in the conference, I'm going to compare them from to a Concordia. Um, they are physical, they get after it, and they're a big momentum team, um, and they just play hard. You talked about the, their defense. They're giving up a, a ton of points but and not a whole lot of yards. It looks like uh, yards are tough to come by. It's it's big plays. It's only big plays. Dakota Wesleyan played them last week and got up on them early with a like a triple reverse pass type of thing and um, you know that's what gets them is because they are very aggressive on their defensive side of the football they're one of the few teams in the conference that play a true 40 front I'm talking four true down linemen not walking a linebacker up and playing that odd front and different things like that very similar to a morning side in regards to that um, they're bigger you know um, they got some big butts in there at the shade and the three tech and that's supposed to be a compliment um, but uh, they're really good in, in talking with coach head and watching the film their red zone defense and their goal line defense statistically is one of the tops in the conference. And they're very good against uh, the pass, something we, we like to do. They're like number three in the conference in pass defense, so they're pretty good. Well, they do, and what they like to do is they like to screw that extra hat down into the box to take care of the run, and they play man-to-man uh, out there on the single receiver side, and they're really good at what they do. You know, they're going to bring four or five, sometimes six guys at you, and at the point in time, you're going to have to win those one-on-one battles. And yeah, they got one of the uh, premier linebackers, not only uh, in the conference, but maybe in the nation, Caleb Ellingson. He's a six foot, two hundred and five pound senior. He's got one hundred and three tackles so far this year. Eleven tackles for loss. A uh, couple of uh, quarterback sacks. Talk about him. What have you seen about him? He's long and rangy. He's not one of those big plotters, um that you typically think of in a four man front. Um, you just you just did his height. His vitals is six two, two oh five. He can get out and run. He can carry a number three receiver vertical like they do with their Tampa 2 coverage. And then the very next play, they're going to bring him inside the box on a pressure. He's as versatile as any linebacker we've seen. Yeah, he'll play uh, most of the downs here today. He'll be on the, the field a lot for uh, Jamestown. What else they got on defense? Who's uh, the playmakers on that side of the ball? They got a defensive end, um, a senior who is, again, he's not a real big guy, but he's very athletic, very good with his hands. You know, the past couple of weeks we've seen film on him, and a lot of teams will try and kick power, kick him out, or run some split zone, and he just absolutely destroys that running back or the guard if it's a power. So he's a physical guy. They got a corner out there on the edge, and all he does is play press coverage. So and he's very good with his hands and his feet. So it's going points are going to be tough. You talked about uh, their front, uh, a traditional four man front. What kind of problems will that cause for us today? How do we adjust to that? A lot of problems. We didn't really get an opportunity to practice against our offense this week because of you know the drastic changes in our three front compared to their 40 front. 
We did a little bit just for the speed of it. They're going to show an old school shade three. They're going to show that um, a one and a three. Then they're also going to show two twos. They're also going to show two two eyes. They're going to be moving those guys a little bit. So we're going to have to take care of that double team up front before we worry about the second level. Is that all blocking schemes out there for our offensive line? It is. We got to communicate because when they're in that those two two eyes, when they're shading those guards inside, they love to twist the linebackers off of that. And we got to get our eyes up and we got to pass that. We're going to have to get our running backs in the pass protection involved extremely early. And at times that's something we've struggled with this year. Any other team in the conference do that? Not really. Nope. Um, we saw a little bit of it from uh, Peru. Um, and obviously that causes some problems in the first half. So uh, very similar in styles with that. All right, so that's the uh, defense for Jamestown. Offensively, what have you seen? Uh, 18 points, 328 yards per game on offense, uh, kind of a pro-style offensive set. Well, it, it's yeah, I'm going to say the same thing this time that I said last year before the season started when we were getting ready to play them. Of all the schools that we've played in the non-conference the last four or five years, GPAC or uh, um, Jamestown fits the GPAC mold. They're going to be in pro formation. They're going to show some 21, some 22, some 11. They're going to run old school power at us, kind of like Hastings used to run a few years back. Um, they got a slot receiver that does a lot of things. He's their number one threat, but they got a tall, long guy on the edge opposite him, which is going to cause some problems for our short corners. So uh, they're really good at that. They're throwing the football um, a little bit better than what they did last year. Um, they, they do a very good job of mixing up. They're about 54 um, 46 run to pass. So that's a pretty good uh, average right there. So we're going to have to make sure we don't bite too hard. Again, they average about 18 points per ball game, maybe struggling uh, putting the ball in the end zone when we talked with the folks uh, up at Jamestown this week. They said they're pretty good through uh, the 30-yard lines, but when they get inside the 30, they have problems uh, putting points on the scoreboard. Well, you know, I don't know what coach is looking at because I've seen them move the football a little bit more than between the 30s. Um, you know, that w- when you get into a situation like that, we've improved a little bit in the red zone defense the last three to four weeks. But what you can do is you can kind of tighten down your coverages. But what Jamestown is going to stress this on is they're not going to get in three and four wides a lot of times down there. They're going to line up in 21 they're going to line up in 22 personnel. They're going to do some over stuff that we're going to have to adjust for because that gets them an extra hat at the point of attack. Jordan Mann is their quarterback. He's thrown for 1,400 yards and 11 touchdowns. What have you seen from him? You know, he's very good um, with the vertical game. Very good. Their, their routes, they're going to run some mesh stuff underneath to suck our linebackers up and then hit us over the top. The next thing that they're going to do is they're going to do a lot of smash concept with the hitch on the number one receiver and a corner route on the number two, which is kind of tough with the coverages that we run. So he's very good at what he does. He's been a part of that program for now the last couple of years. I think he's a junior, so he knows what coach is looking for. Um, very, he, only, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. He really doesn't. Um, he puts the ball where only his guys can catch it. Jimmy Hatch is their leading Running back back there, he's got 500 yards or so, but uh, they got a ton of guys that have carried the rock for him. Yeah, they do, and they all look the same. They're all about 5'10 to 6 foot, about 2'10 to 225, which again, for the ninth week in a row, which is bigger than some of our defensive linemen. So they do a very good job of keeping them within the tackles. Um, and like I said, they love to run that power football. So we got to make sure we wrong arm and get the right reads. Now you mentioned their wide receiving core. It's uh, kind of a mix of some older kids and definitely some younger kids, some freshmen out there, but uh, some guys that can definitely make the plays uh, downfield. The, their vertical game is good. They they got some speed out there. They got that number seven. Um, he's in the slot. They got number eighty one, who's the taller of the two guys. They'll move him around from the slot to an edge receiver. 
Um, there's a lot of guys catching the football to them. The thing that's a little unique about them, though, in their pass game is they're trying to get five guys out. You talk about three receivers, a tight end, and a running back, or four receivers and a running back. They're trying to get as many people out in routes as they can. So when we bring pressure, we got to play really good with our man-to-man, and we got to make sure that pressure hits home. Number two, when we don't bring the pressure, we got to make sure we play with great eye discipline because they do some stuff with their running backs, whether it's out in the flat into a wheel, which we struggled against Midland big time, or if they run, act like they're running that uh, wheel route and then they're going to run an angle. If our linebackers over-pursue that, it's right open in the middle. So it's going to be tough for us today. Jamestown has given up 27 and a half sacks so far uh, this season. So you talk about uh, bringing pressure. This might be a team that we couldn't get to the quarterback a little bit. You know, we've, we've started to bring a little bit more pressure the last three weeks. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's going to mean that that's getting turnovers for us or what, but uh, we, we've been able to do that a little bit. We're going to get Austin Bretton back today, which is going to help us big time. Um, so, But we've we got to pick and choose. We can't just line up and bring it all the time because they're going to get big plays. And the thing with Jamestown, again, it's just like Concordia. If they hang around, hang around, man, they get more confidence, more confidence. They play harder. They get after you. So we got to make sure uh, we keep them in long yardage situations. All right, what do they do on the special teams? Anything special? No, I mean, no, they're just consistent. They really are just consistent. they got a, a punter who, at times, it's a little erratic, but he's got a strong old leg. And it's going to be windy today. The conditions are going to be a little bit wet. So we got to make sure we ensure that. And we got to do a better job. You've said it the last two, three weeks, throughout the season, really. We got to do a letter a lot better on our pump protection. We got to do a lot better on our cover team. We got to do a lot better in our return game so we can flip this field and utilize the wind and everything. Did we work special on uh, special teams this week or longer or change things on special teams? Oh, we worked. We worked, and we made some changes, so hopefully everybody's focused up on that, and I know the coaches are doing a good job because we just can't, you know, against Northwestern, that was a big deal now. You know, they blocked that punt for safety. That was a big momentum changer. You know, we got to be able to be a lot smarter and understand where the pressure's coming from. All right, so that's what's in store for us here today with this matchup with Jamestown. We'll come back and get some final words from the coach as we continue with the Tony Harper pregame show right after this. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. in Jamestown here this afternoon on 1230 KHIS, the final home game for Hastings College uh, for this uh, 2018 season. It's always nice to, to win your, your final home game of the season, Coach, before you finishing uh, finish things off next week up in South Dakota. But 
it's important to win this last game. It really is for for a bunch of reasons. Number one, this is the step toward where we want to get with that winning record. Um, number two, it's about leaving a legacy for the seniors, and that's what we've been talking about all this week. Legacy, legacy, legacy. You know, and, and how are you buying into it? Because the guys that are going to be following you, they're going to look to you big time this week and to see how you respond with everything. And you know, we've been very fortunate the last three year is our senior class has been anywhere from twenty three to twenty seven guys, and with the amount of kids that we recruit, that we're able to retain that many. That says a lot about the kids and the young men that we got here. But we got we want to send them out as winners. But to do that we got to play a full 60 minutes in this game today. Uh, that's both good and bad for you. You've got a lot of seniors that, that make their way through the program, but next year there's a lot of holes to fill. But that's all right. got guys that can step up. Yeah, and if you look at it, we've, we've, we've had some young guys playing at the inside linebacker. We've had some young guys playing um, up front on the offensive line. We've had some young guys, a wide receiver. Um, so guys have gotten game experience, and I think, again, it's a credit to our seniors that there's not much of a drop-off from the knowledge of it, maybe from a physicality and doing your job every, you know, like a senior would or something, but that just comes with experience. But, again, it's a credit to our seniors that they take the time to coach the guys up there competing for the same job. You don't find that very often, especially in today's society. It's all about me, me, me. And our seniors have done a really good job of being good mentors with our kids. All right, so back to the ball game here today with Hastings and Jamestown. Uh, I, I think a tough matchup, but it's definitely a, a doable game for us uh, here today. Just got to take care of biz. We're going to have to be perfect. I mean, I'm just going to be flat out. We got to be perfect. We can't turn the football over offensively. We got to cause turnovers defensively. Our red zone defense has to be excellent, and our red zone offense has to be excellent. I mean, you could replay everything that I've said the last 10 weeks. That's pretty much what I've said. But today, Who's going to weather the storm and who's going to want it in, in, in the weather conditions later in the season? Now you're playing for pride, okay? Are you playing for the horseshoe? Are you playing for these seniors and everything that the, in your time here? And that's what it's going to come down to at the end of the day. Who wants this thing more? I think today, more than anything, a one-on-one matchups uh, defensively, uh, offensively on the outsides, uh, maybe more than a couple other games that we've seen this year. You know, that's some good coach speak right there for you. I appreciate that one. But you're exactly right because they play press coverage. Our receivers are going to have to win those one-on-one battles. Up front with the 40 front, you're not going to double as much as what you normally would with an odd front. So you got to win those battles. Flip it around, it's the same thing for us on defense. When we play our press coverage, we got to be able to take that guy completely out of it. They're going to be in the open field. We've got to be able to make those tackles. And we've got to win special teams today. That's we'll, we'll leave you with that thought, huh? Oh, yeah, special teams. That's what I mean, special teams, defense, offense. That's the roles that we're in. We, we haven't been very good at it, but we got we got to be perfect today. Okay, good luck to you. Thank you. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. We've got the scouting report coming up next. That is Hastings College football today. Hastings in Jamestown on 1230 KHS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. 
They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report. As we get you sent for Hastings College football action here this afternoon, the Jamestown Jimmies in town to take on Hastings here this afternoon as we spend a couple of minutes with Jamestown head coach Josh Cattell. And, Coach, you guys are kind of the, the new guys on the block, so to speak. So, barring your record, uh, how are you enjoying the, the first year in the GPAC? You know, there's a lot of positives to GPAC. It's really good, you know, as, as far as the strength of conference and, and um, you know, it's, it's it's one of the top conferences in the country, and you're going to get um, great opponents week in, week out, and good coaches, good everything about it's been uh, a good experience so far this first year. One thing about it, you guys are doing a lot of traveling, seeing a, a lot of the Cornhuskers stay down here. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, we had a couple, you know, we went back-to-back Midland Dolan. Those are those are some couple of pretty long trips. And, you know, the nice thing, you now we do go to Hastings, which is another one of the longer trips, but at least there's some familiarity with us going down there two years ago. So, um, you know, it's a trip we've done before. So we know the path this time at least. All right, Jamestown is sitting at 1-6 and six on this season. You're 2-7 and seven overall. You've got a couple of wins over Valley City State and, and Briar Cliff. Talk about this season at this point, Coach. You know, it's 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 been a kind of a weird season. You know, we've we've had some really highs. Um, you know, played played well. You know, to start the season off against Valley in a non-conference rivalry game, and um, you know, kind of set the tone and thought, you know, we we're going to do some good things. And then ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw with you know Dickinson State, top twenty-five team, top twenty team, and then uh, Northwestern back to back, and um, kind of set us back a little bit. And then. Um, had about a four or five week span there. We played really good football and, um, you know, lost a couple of heartbreakers, one in overtime, one at the end of the game, and then, um, you know, had some successes and I found a win. And, and then, you know, last week we, I think we took a step back, you know, Dakota Wesleyan played really well, but, uh, you know, we got to find a way to get back on track and, and, and find a way to get back in those close games so you give yourself a chance to win in the fourth quarter. Offense averaging about 18 points, 328 yards per game. So it looks like you've had a little bit of struggle on that side of the ball. Yeah, you know, we've we've done a lot of good things. We just at that time struggled to get the ball in the end zone and get points, you know, away from it. You know, there's been a couple times this year um, where we've, you know, won the time possession, um, controlled the ball, ran the ball well, um, but just haven't found a way to finish drives, whether it's been just stalling out or, or turnovers have, have, have killed us once we got to the plus, you know, 30, close to the red zone. We've turned the ball over a few times, and, and that's really put us in bad situations and, and, and gotten the game out of hand. And, um, you know, we, we don't like to play in shootouts. We want to play in low-scoring um ball control type games and keep our defense off the field and you know like last week we got down 21-0 and, and had to change our MO of who we were offensively and um, that's just not a recipe for success for us. Jordan Mann is your quarterback 1,402 yards 11 touchdowns so far this year talk about him as a, a QB. 
you know, he's done some good things. Um, the, the big thing with him, we just need, you know, consistency from week in, week out, and, and mainly the consistency of um, protecting the football. Um, when he's good, we, we don't turn the ball over. He's been high efficiency, you know, 65% is what we shoot for every week throwing the football. Um, we do a lot of things at the line of scrimmage in our offense that, you know, we put a lot on him. Um, so there's been a lot of positives and a lot of growth. We just got to get more consistency week, week in, week out out of him. Jimmy Hatch is your leading uh, ball carrier at 510 yards, but you got several guys that have carried the load for you. Yeah, you know, we, we go with uh, him and Alan Jevening are, are kind of one and two, and, and either either or, you know, Alan's had some injuries throughout the course of the year, and Jimmy's been pretty consistent week in, week out. and then But uh, Tanner Mather's been a bright spot, and then Josiah Cage is a freshman who's going to be a good player for us as well moving forward. So, you know, we, we, we share the wealth, and we try to run the ball as much as we can throughout the course of a game, and, um, you know, we try to, to spread that out between the four of them. Yeah, guys on the outside, Coach, uh, you got some guys look like they can make some plays out there. Yeah, we're excited about the future of the wide receiver position. You know, we we walked into this season didn't have one receiver on our roster with a varsity catch, and um, you, you know, there's four freshmen, true freshmen out there that are um, have been a real bright spot for our football team, and um, it, it's going to be exciting to watch those guys continue to grow. And um, you know, Marcus Giles, Barry Williams, those guys have been. Um, I think you know when you play us, you have to know where those two guys are at, and then um, you know we got a couple guys on the perimeter um, on the outside receivers, and and Zach. Grismanoskis and and Garrett Mitchell that you know have a ton of ability as well and um, those guys have just gotten better throughout the course of the year and it's going to be exciting watching those guys grow throughout their careers. Coach, you're a team that's averaging 156 yards per ball game rushing, 172 passing. Everybody wants to be a, a 50-50 team, but uh, what do you guys uh, try to do offensively? Um, you know, we're we're not gonna you know beat our head against the wall doing something just to do it. You know, if if we find an advantage and we see something that um, is working, we're gonna try to go back to that. And um, we we want to stay balanced. I don't say we don't talk fifty fifty very often, but we want to stay balanced. We want to make sure we have run pass. But you know, the first that first first down in a drive is so important for us because then it opens up our offense and allows us to do more things and get into the play card. And um, we can be very multiple when when we're having success and we're moving the sticks and we're getting, you know, into that seven, eight, nine play drive, that that's when we're more effective offensively. So, um, you know, we, we, we hang our hat and being a pro style, run the ball offense and control the clock. But um, this year with, with this receiving core and Jordan doing what he's doing, it's allowed us to, you know, open up the passing game a little bit more. All right. So that's uh, what we're anticipating here today for uh, Jamestown on offense on defense. So, uh, uh, let's talk about that. You got a guy that's uh, making a lot of plays for you at linebacker. Yeah, you know, Caleb Ellingson's doing a good job for us, and he has. I mean, he's led the team in tackles the last two seasons, and obviously I think he's seventh in the country right now in tackles, and um, he's consistent. You know, he plays every down for us and, and does a lot for us. Captain, two-year captain. Um, he, he's a guy that, you know, he's, he's um Reliable, you know. I think that's the best way to to to, to describe him. He's, he's there every day. He shows up. Um, he's going to be in on every play and and going to do his job. And um, he he's been a good, consistent uh, presence for us on the defense side of the ball. Who else is making plays on that side? 
Uh, you, you know, we're we're thin on that side. We've got uh, our, our one deep is just taking a lot of snaps, and uh, we've got a lot of youth in our in, in our uh, two deep, and um, those guys have come along, and, and we're excited about you know the growth of that room. Obviously, we we you don't want to play true freshmen. You'd rather let those guys develop and, and bring them along. But we've had to speed up the process with them, and um, you know, but you know, Andrew Jensen. Uh, Zach Phillips on our D line have been consistent. Um, in the back half, you know, it's, it's it's we've got some guys that the consistency hasn't been there. They've got a, ability, and we've got some guys who've done a lot of good things for us. But um, you know, on defense, you have one bad play, and it's seven. So um, we we got to do a good job of making sure we keep people in front of us and, and sure some things up on that side. So just growing pains on that side of the ball with that uh, young defense. Yeah, you know, it's a weird mix. You know, we've got a bunch of veterans and then a bunch of youth, so it, there's not a lot of in-between with that group. So it's there's been growing pains at times, and then there's been some real solid play. It's just, uh, unfortunately, in this league, if, if you let your guard down for a second, you're, every team has the ability to, to have a big play on you. Okay, we'll come back and talk about the matchup with Hastings College as our scouting report continues after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Back with Jamestown head coach Josh Cattell. It's uh, Hastings College in Jamestown here this afternoon on 1230 KHIS. And uh, we're playing you guys. You're, you're the new kid on the block, like we said before, but we, we've had a couple of meetings the last uh, couple of years between Hastings and Jamestown. So at least you're familiar with uh, Hastings College here today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the last two years, you know, down there, it was a shootout that uh, two years ago. And, um, you know, just got edged out at the end. And then, uh, you know, last year you guys got on us early and, and we tried to reel back and just could never get back in the game. But um, there there were some good things and good competitive game. And, um, you know, just having some familiarity is always a good, a good thing. All right, what about Hastings? What have you seen out of the Broncos so far? Yeah, you know they're very similar to how they've been the last two years. They're they're athletic um, across the board. They especially on the the edges, the the wide receiver group, the the DBs. You know they're they're going to be aggressive and they're going to play fast and they're going to. Um, you know, have that big play potential on the perimeter offensively and, and defensively. They're going to play downhill and they're going to hit you and 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 try to challenge you on the perimeter. And um, you know, you just got to rise to the challenge. And there's going to be a lot of one-on-one opportunities throughout the course of the game, whether it's in the box or or on the perimeter. And and I think the the outcome is going to come down who wins more of those one-on-ones. Hastings down to their third-string quarterback. He'll uh, play again today. How do you prepare for a guy that doesn't have a a lot of things to to look at. Uh, you know, uh, we just gotta you know uh, defend the, the the offense and what they're trying to do, obviously, and they they do some running um, the quarterback and do some different things and, and schematically. Um, you know, they're going to do what they do. Um, typically, it's a week week by week thing, and with three different quarterbacks, that's probably a big reason for that. And uh, we just got to be sound, and we got to do what we do, and, and worry about our side, and make sure that. Um, you know, limit the big plays, keep people in front of you, and, and, and make adjustments as the game goes on. Coach, what impresses you most about this uh, Hastings team as you get ready for it uh, here this afternoon? 
I think their athleticism. I, I think they they walk on the field and um, against you know every opponent they've played, they they've been um, just as if not more athletic than the team across from them. So um, they play fast and they play aggressive, and um, you know it's 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 going to be a good challenge for us this weekend. What are you telling your guys? Uh, a couple of things you absolutely have to get done to uh, win this thing today. Uh, every week we talk about we got to win the line of scrimmage, we got to eliminate the big play, and then we got to protect the football offensively and um, take advantage of scoring opportunities when we get them. Okay, Coach, thanks for spending time with us, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Absolutely, thank you. That's a Jamestown head coach, Josh Cattell. Stick around, we've got the starting lineups and the play-by-play description coming up next. It's Jamestown and Hastings today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHAS at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings playing their final home game of the 2018 season here this afternoon as we welcome in the Jimmies from Jamestown University out of Jamestown, North Dakota. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell will join me alongside today. Jamestown coming in, a record of two wins, seven losses on the season. Jamestown one and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They've got a couple of wins this year. Their season opener, they picked up a 28-26 to 26 win over Valley City State. And then uh, back on October the 6th, they played at home and beat Briarcliff by the score of 34-32. to 32. They've lost their last two games, though, losing to Dort on the road 49-18 to 18, and losing last week to Dakota Wesleyan at home by the score of 41-21. to 21. So Jamestown 2-7 on the season. They are 1-6 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. 
playing a team at Hastings College. The Broncos looking to get back to the 500 mark here this afternoon. Hastings sitting at 4-5 and five on the season. They are 2-5 and five in the conference. Hastings with wins so far this year over Peru State and Oklahoma Panhandle State. They've also uh, beaten the Doan University Tigers, and they have beaten Concordia, coming off of their loss last week, losing to Northwestern by the score of 39-29. to So he sings with a couple of uh, regular season games left. Jamestown here this afternoon, and we'll finish things off next Saturday with a trip to Mitchell, South Dakota, as we take on Dakota Wesleyan. Hastings has not won their last home game of the season since 2015 when we beat Dort by the score of 62-31. to So the Broncos looking to uh, finish things strong here for the uh, 2018 season and get into the, the offseason uh, program and conditioning work and uh, looking ahead to the 2019 season as we bring in uh, Jimmy Purcell. And, Jimmy, I think a good outing for us last week, if we can have a good outing when we lose, 39-29 to Northwestern. But that was certainly a ball game that Hastings had chances to, to win and maybe pull off the, the major upset of the uh, GPAC season but came up short. Really did. Had a lot of good opportunities. I just like the fight with the Broncos, you know, and that's one thing about them this year. They have fallen behind in an awful lot of games throughout the course of this year, but they have always battled. They have fought back. And one thing I uh, I noticed last week, a lot of youth is on this team, and the seniors that are out there, even the juniors that are on the field, there's a lot of coaching going on amongst the players, a lot of helping out, a lot of uh, – you know, a lot of good things that you see with the, you know, team unity, and that's what uh, coaches really want. And uh, But today here, uh, Jamestown comes to town. Thank goodness we're not on the way to uh, Jamestown or up there. That is a million miles away, but that's something we'll deal with in uh, years to come. But, uh, again, welcoming the uh, Jimmys into town here today. A uh, record of 2 of 7, like you said. They've got a couple of uh, wins this year. But uh, I think for Hastings to come out, take care of business today, go on the road to Mitchell next week to a, a, a little bit of a down Dakota Wesleyan football team, maybe get a couple of wins the last couple games and get uh, kick-started into the offseason. But uh, today it's all about the seniors, all the parents gathered on the uh, field down there for the seniors. Tony will be greeting them as they come out of the locker room here momentarily. So it's all about the seniors and, and new, uh, I'm sure a lot of talk in the locker room is trying to send these seniors out with a victory in their last game here at home. Jamestown, a team that's the new kid on the block, so to speak, in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, competing in the conference officially uh, for the first time this year, although Hastings has played this team as a non-conference game the past couple of years. Last year, Hastings opened up with Jamestown up there and uh, beat the Jimmies by the score of 31-3. A couple of years ago, Jamestown came to Hastings uh, during the non-conference portion of the schedule, and uh, Hastings was able to win in a shootout by the score of 44-34. Right down the playing of the National Anthem today as we get set for football on 1230 KHS.
as they're playing the national anthem, kind of throwing us a curveball there. Normally, the uh, the marching band does all this uh, pregame stuff on the field. They're in the stands here as we get ready to uh, greet the seniors of the uh, Hastings College football team here this afternoon. So it's Hastings College and the Jamestown Jimmies here today. Action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then, you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings College, and the Jimmies of Jamestown here today. Temperature going to be at 47 degrees at game time here this afternoon. Got a mostly cloudy sky. Had some rain on and off throughout the morning, but just a cloudy, kind of a cool day today. And the temp sitting at 47 degrees. The winds will be blowing out of the north at about 7 miles per hour. We'll get you the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings on offense today. Isaiah Jackson will get his third start of the season. Jackson, the five foot nine hundred and ninety-five pound junior out of Compton, California. Running back will be Taj Willingham, 5'7", 195-pound senior out of Denver. Willingham needs just 19 yards today to go over 1,000 yards for the season. Corey Leash will be the tight end, 6'1", 220-pound senior from Lincoln Pius. The receiving quarter day for Hastings, Jordan Johnson, 6'1", 190-pound senior from Spring Valley, California. Xavier McGuire, 5'10", 180, a senior from Queen Creek, Arizona. And Anthony Martinez, 5'7", 165-pound junior from Oceanside, California. Hastings in the offensive line today. Frank Vieira will be at center. He's 6'2", 260-pound senior from Whittier, California. The guards today will be Eula Tisaga, 6'2", 265-pound senior from San Diego, Blaine Morrow on the other side, six foot two, two hundred and seventy pounds, senior out of Grand Island, and the two tackles today for Hastings: John Satterley at six foot three, two seventy, and a junior from Burlington, California, and Patrick Hudson, a six foot four, two hundred and forty pound freshman from Gothenburg, Nebraska. Hastings on defense: their three down linemen today will be Tyler Parthamer. Parthamer, six foot three, two hundred and sixty five pounds, senior out of Beatrice. We get the services of Austin Bredding back today. Bredding at six foot two, two hundred and thirty pounds, senior out of Lincoln, and Keontae Kinney, six foot one, two hundred and fifty-five pounds, sophomore out of Marietta, Texas. 
Hastings in the linebacking core. Alex Allen will get the start today. He was a, uh, a late add to the starting lineup. Allen, five foot ten, two hundred and fifteen pound senior out of St. Paul. Tyler Kennedy, six one, two hundred and ten pound junior from Chandler, Arizona. And Cornelius Barber, six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pound senior out of Pearland, Texas. The other linebacker will be Johnny Wallace, a five foot eleven. 160-pound senior from Strasburg, Colorado. In the defensive secondary for Hastings, you're going to have Darren Scott at corner, six foot, 195-pound senior from Waterloo, Iowa. On the other side, all-conference prospect Anthony Murray, five foot, 875-pound senior out of Aurora, Colorado. The two safeties, Wesley Jardine, 5'11", 210-pound senior from Beaver Crossing, and Ross Ostendorf. 5'11", 180-pound senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. We'll come back and check the starters for Jamestown as we continue on 1230 KHS. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Are right, your starting lineups for the Jimmies of Jamestown out of Jamestown, North Dakota today? Jordan Mann will be their quarterback, six foot, two hundred pound junior out of Bismarck, North Dakota. The running back will be Jimmy Hatch, five foot ten, two hundred and ten pound junior from Sacramento, California. The H back today will be Liam Hughesby, a six foot, two hundred and twenty pound junior from West Fargo. North Dakota, the wide receiver will be Zach Grismondoskis, a six foot one hundred and seventy pound freshman out of Henderson, Nevada. The offensive line today for the Jimmies, you'll see Carter Hagslaben at center. He's a six foot one, two hundred and seventy five pound sophomore out of Monticello, Minnesota. Your two guards today will be Oscar Rodriguez, a six foot two, three hundred and five pound junior out of Mission, Texas. Christian Martinez will star on the other side. He's 6'1", 315-pound sophomore out of Las Vegas. The two tackles today for uh, Jamestown. Anthony Green will be on one side, 6'3", 290-pound senior from Las Vegas. The other side will see Andrew Manis, a 6'1", 275-pound senior out of Porterville, California. The other wide receiver for... The Jamestown Jimmies will be Noah Sloka, five foot ten, two hundred pound sophomore out of Garrison, North Dakota, and the tight end will be Zeb Tabor, six foot two, two hundred and forty pound junior out of Fargo, North Dakota. Jimmies on defense will have a four down lineman today. Really, the only other uh, true four man front we have seen was uh, Morningside. These guys go with a, a traditional four man front on defense. Zach Phillips, six foot, two hundred and fifty pound senior out of Greenfield, Indiana. Andrew Jensen, six one, two seventy five, a senior from Gardnerville, Nevada. Marcelo Sanchez, five nine, two hundred and seventy pound junior from Warland, Wyoming. And Gavin Passero, uh, the other uh, defensive end spot, five foot eleven, two hundred and thirty pound junior out of Las Vegas. The uh, linebacking core. 
for the Jimmies. We're going to see uh, Morgan Borland, 5'11", 200-pound senior from Brownville, Texas. Andre Purnell, 6'200", sophomore from Garden Grove, California. And then probably their best player on this side of the ball is Caleb Ellingson. Ellingson, 6'205", senior out of Jamestown. He's got 103 tackles already this season for Jamestown with 11 of those tackles for loss. End of the defensive secondary today for Jamestown. The corner is going to be uh, Cedric Terry, six foot one, hundred ninety pound junior out of Minneapolis. Ross Monson on the other side. He's 5'11", 190 pound sophomore from Jamestown. And the two safeties today will be Bishery Stewart, a six foot two, hundred ninety pound junior from California. The other guy is going to be uh, Ben Stavehofson, a six foot two, hundred ten pound senior out of Steele, North Dakota. Your starting lineups today are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Tell you what, I don't know what the uh, the pipeline is to Las Vegas there, Jimmy, but uh, Jamestown, a lot of their roster has got to... A lot of Las Vegas guys and, and Henderson, Nevada, is a town just located outside of Vegas. They've got a bunch of guys from that area playing uh, football up there in uh, North Dakota for the Jimmies. Yeah, they've obviously got uh, – I'd love to be the recruiting yeah. coordinator that uh, goes into Vegas. Uh, I'd be going weekly. They're doing a great job, though. They've got a bunch of them uh, on the roster. But, again, uh, getting closer to uh, game time here as uh, Hastings has announced all the seniors. Parents have been uh, – Honored down on the uh, sidelines, they brought roses out and all. They do their little special dances and whatnot for their parents. I'm sure the parents are tickled when they do that in front of a, a large crowd. All right, so it's Hastings in Jamestown here today. The Jimmies again uh, toward the bottom of the conference in the standings. They're toward the bottom of the conference in a lot of these statistical categories. They are ninth in scoring offense. They're averaging 18 points per ball game on offense. They're giving up. 37.9 on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, they're not giving up a lot of yards on defense. They're actually number four in the conference in total defense at 379 yards. They are sixth against the rush, and they are second against the pass. Total offense for the Jimmies, they are averaging 328 yards per ball game. They are seventh in the conference in rushing. They are ninth in the conference in passing. They average about 156 yards per ball game rushing at 172 yards per game passing. Bronco football today on 1230 KHIS is brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, also by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by the Hastings Tribune, also by Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Plus, uh, we're going to say a big Hello to the folks up in the Jamestown today. Joining us on the broadcast today on 103.1, the Raven. So they're uh, joining us uh, with a broadcast today from Hastings. Again, we've got a mostly cloudy sky for the football game this afternoon. Temp at 47 degrees with north winds at about 7 miles per hour. Jamestown coming out in their white uniforms today with their uh, purple helmets. or Not their purple helmets, their... Uh, <laughs> Their orange helmets and their orange numerals here today. Hastings College is going to be dressed in their their uh, dark gray pants and their crimson tops with their uh, white numerals here this afternoon. You, you had me floored as far as uh, the colors were concerned because we were we were kind of talking about uh, the helmets for uh, <laughs> Jamestown earlier. So, 
Well, they're, they're sharp outfits. Yeah, and I tell you what, doubly as sharp as the uh, coaching staff to the left of us. Look at those tops. Yeah, the uh, Bright orange uh, coaching tops with sponsors on them. They look good over there. They'll be, uh, boy, they business-like over there already studying over the game plan as uh, we get closer to game time here in Hastings. Other games going on in the conference today. You've got Dort playing at Morningside. All these games are kicking off at 1 o'clock today. Doan is playing at Dakota Wesleyan. Midland has got a game up in Sioux City against Briarcliff. Jamestown down here against Hastings College. Northwestern is playing at Concordia. So far, it looks like uh, two teams have uh, maybe locks for the NAIA playoffs this year, that being uh, Morningside and uh, Northwestern. Those are the two teams that remain at the comp- uh, top of the conference here today. Morningside, the only undefeated team. They're 9-0 in the season, 7-0 in conference play. Northwestern in there at 7-1 and 6-1. And and you've got a couple of teams in there at 5-2, and two, tied for third place in Midland and Dort. Briarcliff is at 3-4. and four. Doan is at 3-4. and four. Hastings and Concordia tied at 2-5. and five. And you've got Dakota Wesleyan at 1-6 and six and Jamestown also at 1-6 and six in the conference. So uh, the way the schedule has been, Jimmy, has been tough for the Broncos, but we'll finish things off with the, the two teams that occupy the uh, last two spots in the uh, the conference standings in, in Dakota Wesleyan and uh, Jamestown here the next two weeks. Well, but we, we talked about this early in the year, and as tough as the GPAC has gotten over the last three, four years with the resurgence of uh, the Dort defenders and the uh, coaching changes and whatnot at uh, Briarcliff, they're not a sure win anymore. There is not a, a given win that you can really legitimately chalk up on your schedule that, yep, we're going to win that game. You don't, you won't do it no more because everybody is so good in this league, and that's where the ball game here. You look at these two teams on paper. I look at it again this morning. Both very similar in what they do. Both looking for wins. Uh, obviously, Hastings College with one more game left at Dakota Wesleyan. I see Jamestown plays Morningside next week in their finale. So uh, a couple of t- a tough games coming ahead, but uh, real similar football teams. And I look for an exciting football game here uh, today. Hopefully for the uh, the Broncos, they can uh, send the parents home and uh, come away and send them seniors out with uh, one more victory here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Yeah, we mentioned a couple of minutes ago that Hastings has not won their home finale for a couple of years since uh, 2015 when we were, beat, uh, we're, we're be able to beat Dort 62-31 to 31 back in uh, 2015. So we'll see what we can do uh, here this afternoon. I think Hastings is excited to uh, play again. I think there's a little bounce in their step after their performance they, they put together last week against Northwestern in the uh, the losing effort. Yeah, they really did, and we talked about that earlier. They really looked a lot better than what they have in the past few weeks. They competed very hard. They got down when you thought, oh, no, it's going to be a blowout again, and uh, they fought, them, fought their way back, and uh, they had Northwestern on the ropes last week, and probably with a couple of uh, turns here and there, might have been able to come up with a uh, victory, but I think it's key again to obviously have that offensive line kind of gel again today, get some good blocking up front for Taj Willingham. Taj will go over, or should, I should say, go over 1,000 yards here. I think today he's uh, setting at about 900 and uh, 
981 yards officially and six touchdowns for Taj. So obviously it's important to get uh, him off to a good start and then to to get uh, Isaiah just kind of settle down. You know, he's only had a couple of starts here with the two injured quarterbacks that we have had this season, but to try to get Johnson involved in the game. And and, uh, Terrence McIntyre, the bright spot last week for Hastings, really making a lot of circus catches out there. And here we go. We've seen this in the pregame. I don't know who would win a dance contest, but they were all dancing at pregame and whatnot. There's some pretty good ones down there, but they've got them going on the sidelines as Jamestown will get the football. They will move left to right here. Stoggs is going to be kicking it off for Hastings College, the home finale here on a cloudy, cool day in Hastings. Marcus Giles dropping back deep and Barry Williams Jr. dropping back deep for Jamestown. They will settle at the uh, 10-yard line as uh, Alex Stogdall will be your kicker for Hastings. We're just about set to get underway. G-Pack football for you today. Ball is in the air, and it's a rather short kick. Can be fielded at the 15-yard line, back to the 20, back to the 25, to the 26, 27-yard line. That's where Jamestown will start this afternoon from the 27-yard line. And Jamestown, a team that is averaging 18 points per ball game on offense. 328 yards per game, 156 yards rushing, 172 yards passing as they will come out here and uh, face the Hastings College defense, a defense for Hastings that is currently ninth in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, giving up 428 yards per game, 193 yards rushing, and 234 yards passing. So see how uh, Jamestown would like to attack the Hastings College D here this afternoon. Jordan Mann is their quarterback. Timeout. And there's a timeout called three seconds into the ball game by Jamestown. Yeah, Josh Kittle come walking out on the uh, sidelines and got the officials' attention. and He calls a timeout before we've even had the first snap. They, they actually huddled over there. The Hastings College defense was already on the field, and they were looked like they were calling that first play on the sidelines. They come up to the line of scrimmage. And they immediately uh, call a timeout here. So we've got a uh, quick timeout as uh, Jamestown goes over and talks with their uh, coaching staff. Give me a quick timeout as they come back into the field here. All right, so we're three seconds into the ball game, and Jamestown calls their first timeout of the ball game. And now here comes the offensive troops back out here. They're going to go with an unbalanced line with a power set up off with their right side. Wide receivers left and right. Man goes in motion off to the far sideline now. The line of scrimmage will be the 28-yard line. Jamestown working left to right here in this first quarter of play. They take a home run shot down the left sideline. It's going to be caught down there at the Hastings College 34-yard line. Marcus Giles, a 5'9", 170-pound freshman out of Blaine, Minnesota, catches that one over his right shoulder, holds it in down the far sideline. Anthony Murray on the tackle for Hastings, but a huge gain down to the Bronco 33-yard line. Giles, their second leading receiver, catches one for 39 yards. Deep play, great pass in there by their quarterback, man. All right, wide receivers now split out to the right side. Here's a uh, quick handoff up the gut across the 30 down to the Bronco. 26-yard line. Running the football there is uh, Jimmy Hatch. Jimmy Hatch, the uh, ball carrier for uh, the Jimmies. They're running back out of Sacramento, California, as he takes the ball down to the 26-yard line. So a long pass play. Success on the first running play. Jimmy Hatch 
And now the Jamestown Jimmies on the move here in their first offensive possession of the afternoon. Second down, three yards to go from the Hastings College 26. Wide receivers left and right. Man throws the ball into the end zone. A lot of bumping down there, but it's going to be an incomplete pass. Incomplete pass in the end zone. That's so going to bring up a third down in three situation. Let's see what the, the Jimmies can do here. Jamestown on third down conversion so far this year. Seventh in the conference at 35.7%. They are 51 out of 143 in the converting third downs. They'll try to convert this one from the Hastings College 26-yard line. Got to go to about the 23 for the first down. Third and three. They hand the ball away to Hatch. Hatch is hit. Hatch on second effort may have gotten to the first down stakes as he gets the ball close to the 23-yard line. Tackle is made by Kayante Kinney for Hastings. About a yard short. We'll see what uh, Josh Kittle elects to do. It appears he's going to leave the uh, offense back on there. Quarterback man looking to the sidelines, getting the call. Fourth down conversions for Jamestown. They are sixth in the conference, 47.2%. They've converted 17 out of 36 fourth down tries this year. Fourth and one, quarterback just goes straight ahead. That's Mann. He has pushed forward all the way down to the 20-yard line of Hastings. That's the first down. Had a fullback right in behind Mann, and as soon as the snap was taken, the fullback ran up there and just got right on the back of Mann, started pushing him, got him about four yards, so they're going to spot the football right at the 20-yard line. Nice drive put together here on the initial drive of the football game by Jamestown. All right, Jamestown working from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play. North to south of the Osborne Sports Complex in Hastings, Nebraska here this afternoon. Under 13 minutes to play in the opening period. No score between Jamestown and Hastings. Here's Hatch trying to get outside, gets the numbers, and then he's chopped down over here by Hastings. That's Ostendorf over here to knock him down. A couple of yard loss in the play. So they use the wide side of the field. They run Jimmy Hatch over there, and he's chopped down by Ross Ostendorf for Hastings, the 5'11", 180-pound senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. Hatch has been the guy that's carried the load for this Jimmy football team, but, boy, what does he look like? Taj Willingham, almost the same stature, same size, same height, built uh, just about like Taj. Good back for uh, Jamestown in there. They'll take him out of the game, and it'll be a second down, and we'll call it 11 at the 21-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Here comes the pressure. The quarterback man has hit. The ball is loose, and they're going to say it's going to be an incomplete pass. The Broncos are jumping up and down like they recovered the football. The officials don't agree. They say Azar was going forward there. I think that was Cornelius Barber who got in there for Hastings, but a couple of guys in crimson hits the arm of a Jordan man. It's going to be an incomplete pass, so it's third down and 11. That was Barber coming off the wing, and he was untouched by a, a Jimmy player. Came free, got into the quarterback man, and nearly jarred, a, uh, jarred the football loose. But, uh, yeah, they said... Man's hand was coming forward, so incomplete pass. Third and 11, ball at the 21. The opening possession of the ball game here for the Jamestown Jimmies. They move the ball to the 21 of Hastings. Here's Man. He wants to throw. Looks left. He throws left. He's got a man out there. The ball is caught. But he, they're going to give him a touchdown. They're going to give him a touchdown in the corner of the end zone. A great catch made over there. For Jamestown, we'll watch the replay because that's going to be close. Barry Williams got the reception for Jamestown. A 21-yard touchdown pass thrown from Jordan Mann to Barry Williams, the freshman out of Las Vegas. He makes the reception. It's 6 to nothing. Jamestown has got the lead. Here comes the PAT. Ball is down. Kick is up. 
And the kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. So the first offensive possession of the ball game, Jamestown puts it in the end zone. We've got a break with 11 minutes and 57 seconds to play here in the first quarter. The score, it's Jamestown 7, Hastings nothing. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, an eight-play, 77-yard drive for the Jimmies right off the bat. 7-0 is the score. Jordan Mann throws the 21-yard touchdown pass to Barry Williams in the corner of the end zone to give a Jamestown the early lead. Hastings returning the ball now. This is Murray going to the far side. He dances to the 25, brings it back to the center of the field. Look out, 30, 35, 40. 45-50 in inside Jamestown territory. Brings the ball back to the 42-yard line. 50. So Anthony Murray brings the ball back there for the Broncos. 54 yards on the return. Well, I'll tell you what, you've said it all year long. One of these days, Murray's going to run one back, and he nearly did there. He started with the far side of the field. All kinds of containment over there. Then he had a wall set up here on the near side. Got it all the way across midfield, all the way down to the 43-yard line where Isaiah Jackson and the Broncos will have their first possession. You watch the replay on the Jamestown touchdown, and we were right. If that would have been on a Sunday, it probably would have been the waved off. That would have been all she wrote. Here's a Jackson throwing the ball down the right sideline. He completes a pass for a long one down there inside the nine-yard line. Lynn Cook. Yeah, Calvin Lynn Cook makes the reception. He hauls it in. Cedric Terry. Back there in the coverage for Jamestown. So each team, Jimmy, very similar. They go with a home run shot right off the bat on the first play offensively. Yeah, Jamestown went with one that went for 39 yards. That one goes for 34 to Lynn Cook. Gets it all the way down inside the 10-yard line. First and goal from the Jamestown 8. All right, Isaiah Jackson has got it for Hastings. He fires the ball to the near side. It's going to be grabbed here, but uh, not much there. They get it to Xavier McGuire, and he is locked up. Uh, the 10-yard line, so a loss of two. Good defensive play there by Stewart. Uh, safety coming up there for uh, Jamestown to uh, make the play. A loss of a couple of yards on the play. It's going to bring up a second down in goal. Hastings with the ball down here at the Jamestown 10-yard line. Wow, Hastings coming out firing uh, through the air. Jackson uh, with both passes here. We'll see if they elect to get Taj Willingham going here on this second down and goal ball back at the 9-yard line. Yeah, we've run the two plays, and Taj hasn't Touched the ball yet. Now he does as they hand the ball away to Taj. He's across the 10, brings it down to about the 6 or 7-yard line. He's a tackler on the play there. Tackle is made by uh, George Suarez for the Jamestown Jimmies. Has a pickup of only 2 yards on the play. Now Hastings looking at third down and goal from the 8-yard line. Hastings... Next to the last in the conference in third down conversions this year at 31.5%. See if we can convert this for a touchdown from the Jamestown 8-yard line. Jackson has got it, stands in the pocket. Jackson steps up, runs through it, 
Now he throws it into the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Was, he, I, was yeah, he over the line he, of scrimmage? Yeah, he was a, and he should have just took a, took off and run it. He'd have been very close to getting in the end zone, but that's going to be the case. He was down around the five-yard line. When he threw that, he tried to get the ball to Jordan Johnson. Johnson dropped the football, and uh, it's going to go against uh, Hastings here. Yeah, he's over the line of scrimmage here. Penalty flags are down. And now here comes the call from the officials here on the near sideline. Number eight, offense. Ball is thrown from beyond the line of scrimmage. That's a five-yard penalty. Includes a loss of down, fourth down. So now we got a fourth down situation. A mistake there from our uh, quarterback, Isaiah Jackson, who's making his third start for Hastings. Again, the folks uh, listening up in Jamestown, Hastings down to their third-string quarterback. We had both of our uh, number one and number two quarterbacks go out a couple of weeks ago in the same game. Same game within about five plays. Yeah, Isaiah Jackson... (laughs) Has started the past a couple of ball games for Hastings, and now Stoggs is into the ball game to attempt a field goal. This one from 27 yards. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is going to be good. So Stoggle hits a field goal for a Hastings College to get the Broncos on the board. Nine minutes and 49 seconds to play. We're in the first quarter from Hastings this afternoon. Action for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The score is Jamestown 7, Hastings 3. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. K-H-A-S. All right, that was a five-play, 43-yard drive for Hastings. It results in a field goal as Alex Stongel bangs one home from 27 yards out. Jamestown has got the lead over Hastings. The score is 7-3 as Stongel will get into the football now for Hastings. End-over-end kick, not very deep again as it's going to be fielded here. At the 12-yard line, back quickly to the 20, 25, 30, and he's run out of bounds over there. On the far sideline, it's going to be uh, Marcus Giles bringing the ball back there for the Jamestown Jimmies. Third quarter score now in Columbus, Ohio, major college football. Nebraska is leading Ohio State by the score of 21 to 16. Giant killers. 9.43 to play here. Seven to three is the score. Still a long way to go know, in that game. I know a long way to go. We may have a, a shootout on our hands here. The way these two teams have gone up and down the field, Jamestown with uh, seventy-one yards of offense just on that first drive, and they've got the ball at their own thirty-three yard line, leading leading seven to three. I man is a quarterback swings it out here. It's going to be caught and then dropped. Had it in his hands and then the uh, dropped it out of there at the uh, thirty-five yard line. So an incomplete pass. Zeb. Tabor was the guy trying to grab that ball. The uh, tight end out of Fargo, North Dakota. Second down, 10 yards to go. Jamestown with the ball on their own 33-yard line, working left to right here in the first quarter. 9.38 remaining. Opening period, Jamestown has got to lead over Hastings College this afternoon. The score is 7-3. Man comes in motion out of the near side. Man under center. Hands the ball away across the 35 to the 40. Out to about the 45-yard line. A good gain right there for uh, Jamestown as they run with a football. That's going to be uh, Alan 
Jebding carrying the ball there, tackled by Wesley Jardine of Hastings. So Jebding, a, a sophomore running the football. They've got a bunch of guys Hi. for Jamestown that has carried the ball. This cat here with uh, 388 yards, that's his 92nd tote of the mail here for the uh, 2018 season. Picks up the first down out here at the 45-yard line, first and 10. Man stands in the pocket, throws one. It's going to be caught short gain up here to the 49. So a pickup of about four yards on the play. Will pass across the middle there. Goes to the tight end, James Hagan. Jardim again early tackle for the Houston College defense. Tell you what, in doing the numbers this week for this Jamestown team, you talk about all the running backs. They've got a slug of receivers that have caught significant amounts of balls this season long. I mean, they've got uh, about four or five deep at the running back position, and they're six, seven deep and uh, good ones at the receiving uh, spot. That was a gain of about five yards. Going to bring up second down and five here, ball right at midfield. Here's a man going to hand the ball away as they keep around the ground as they bring it across the 45 of Hastings. He's going to have the first down. Second effort, he takes it down to the 43-yard line. Ross Ostendorf in on the stop there as uh, Jebning takes the ball for the first down. They're going to spot it at the 44 of Hastings. Jebning with a couple of carries now in this ball game. 19 yards will give him six as he inches the ball past the 45-yard line into Hastings territory. Clock moving here. 8.15 left to go here in the first quarter. It's the Jimmy 7, the Broncos 3. Ball is on the near side. Hash mark here for a Jordan Mann as he looks over the Bronco defense. Hands under center again. They hand the ball away. That's a Jebning with the ball. And, boy, he stumbles all the way up here across the 35, down to the 34-yard line. Great effort. Austin Dorf again into the stop for the Hastings College defense. Jebning will now uh, head off the field. He'll be replaced. So it's going to be the Jamestown Jimmys looking at a second down and short here. Ball is sitting at the 36-yard line of Hastings College. The Jimmys. Scored in the first uh, offensive possession here this afternoon as they took the ball right downfield against uh, Hastings on an eight-play, 77-yard drive. There's a handoff there that the Broncos are going to blow up in the backfield. Running with the football there, Josiah Cage. Cage is a freshman running back out of Bloomington, Minnesota. Kendall Oberheide into the stop for Hastings. A good play by the former Adams Central Patriot. Obviously not happy with the outcome of his former team last night. Unfortunately, the Patriots being ousted from the C1 playoffs. But a good year for Sean Mulligan and the troops. That was a gain of one for Jamestown. Third and a less than a yard here for the first down. All right, so we'll see what Jamestown can do. With six minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the opening quarter, they hand the ball away. It came loose momentarily, but it bounces right back into the hands of Josiah Cage. And he's going to have the first down as he moves it down there to the 33-yard line. Tackle is made in there again by Jardim for Hastings. Has had a sensational year for the Broncos. 75 stops with a 5'11", 210-pound senior for the Bronx. That's going to be a first down for the Jimmies. Ball is down here at the 33-yard line of Hastings. Three wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Running back just off of the left hip of Jordan Mann in the backfield. They hand the ball away to him. And uh, Jebning doesn't go far as he gets about a yard, if that. Brought down by Austin Dorf again for uh, Hastings College defensively. They'll give him a yard. Ball is sitting at the 33 of Hastings. So little, if any, gain right there. They inch the ball just past the uh, 33-yard line. We'll go on second down, 10 yards to go here. Second offensive possession of the ball game for the Jimmies. 
against Hastings College. Wide receivers left and right. Jordan Mann standing here in the shotgun, waiting for the ball. He's got it. He backs up, looks right, fires right. The ball is going to be caught and then dropped here. Down here at the Broncos' 17-yard line, trying to swing it out to Jevening. And now we got a we got a penalty flag in the offensive backfield for Jamestown. Probably the area of a hold as Jamestown is in retreat to the north. That's probably going to be the call here. So the officials uh, will make the call. That was on a second and 10 situation from the Hastings 33. Number 76, offense, 10-yard penalty, still second down. That's going to be a hold there on the Jimmies. On the left tackle, Anthony Vereen. He's one of the Las Vegas guys, six foot three, two hundred and ninety pounds senior. Got with a hold, so now bring the ball back to the forty-three yard line. Second down now and twenty yards to go for Jamestown. Five forty to play. Here in the first quarter, seven to three. Jamestown has got the lead over Hastings. Now they'll flood the field there. A couple of wide receivers to the left. One wide receiver will go into the right side of the formation. Man with a ball. Man steps up. Man has still got it, 45-40. He's at the 35-yard line, and he's run out of bounds here at about the 33. When we talked with uh, Tony, when we kind of dissected this team for Jamestown, he was talking about uh, their goal of always trying to get five receivers out on the pattern. You've got the, the three wide receivers that tied in, and they'll send a running back. So there's always five wide receivers out on the, these pass patterns, and it's it's kind of difficult to defend for the Hastings College defense. That's how man got away on the quarterback scramble. He picks up all the yardage from the hold, and now Jamestown is back to a third and ten from the Hastings College 33-yard line. There's Mann with the ball again. Broncos come with some pressure. Mann throws the ball down to the left side. The ball is going to be caught again inside the 10-yard line to the 8. Hanging on to the ball down there was Barry Williams again. Barry Williams Jr., the guy who caught the touchdown pass, comes up with another great catch for morning, or rather for uh, Jamestown down here at the Hastings College eight-yard line. Boy, and what a very accurate pass thrown by man to the far sidelines, and I believe that was Austin North that was over on one-on-one coverage, but uh, Williams made another catch. That was good for 25. Now a first and goal at the eight. There's Mann going to hand the ball away, and that's going to be uh, stacked up there in the center of the field as they bring it down to about the seven-yard line. That's Alan uh, Jevning carrying the football there. Wesley Jardim there to stop again for the Hastings College defense. Second down and goal. Jamestown has looked good here in this uh, first quarter. They've scored already on a long drive, and now they've pushed her down here again. 138 yards of total offense, 90 through the air, 48 on the ground. They've uh, really done it any way they want to. They've uh, been successful against the Bronco D so far. Second down and goal. Now they're just going to lob it into the end zone. A lot of contact and a penalty flag yeah. down. Darren Scott yeah, did everything but steal his wallet. Yeah, he, he was mugged down there in the uh, corner of the end zone. Out on the pattern was uh, Garrett Mitchell, but boy... Yeah, he was uh, mugged in the uh, end zone there. That's going to be a, a pass interference call here against Hastings. That will be Hastings' second penalty of the football game, and it's going to give Jamestown, uh, what, first and goal here from the about the two-yard line, I think, before they put it down. Officials just uh, walking around in the center of the field. Yeah, now put her down here, guys. We're at the uh, two-yard line. 
So Jamestown has got a first and goal at the Bronco two-yard line. This is their second offensive possession of the ball game, and they are knocking on touchdown door again. Jamestown with a lead over Hastings. Their score is 7-3. to three. Handoff. They take it into the wow. end zone for the touchdown. Nobody oh, well, touched him. Alan Jeffning takes it in. And, boy, Jamestown, I think, has uh, shocked the hometown fans here in Hastings today. It's 13-3. to three. The Jimmies have the lead. But, again, our defense just uh, not performing up to par again today. Pass coverage has been lax. Tackling has been not very good. And Jamestown's owned the line of scrimmage. They opened up a huge hole for Jevning. He took it in untouched from two yards out. And now the PAT, the snap is back. The hold is down. The kick is up. And it is good. So Jamestown very quickly here in the first quarter hold a 14-3 lead over Hastings College. But, boy, the Broncos' uh, pass defense is going to have to improve here. We're going to be in trouble today. All right, 4-15 to play in the second quarter. It's Jamestown 14, Hastings 3. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College football action for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Also in Jamestown this afternoon on 103.1, the Raven. And right now, Jamestown has got the lead 14 to 3 over Hastings. There's the run back for the Broncos now following the touchdown. And this time, uh, Murray brings the ball out across the 20. To the 22-yard line. Domination so far by the Jamestown Jimmies. Passing in the uh, football game so far just the first quarter here. Man has thrown for 90 yards and a touchdown. The rushing attack has run at 13 times for 50 yards for Hastings. Just one possession, three plays, 33 off the arm of Isaiah Jackson and a uh, two-yard run by Taj Willingham. Broncos find themselves trailing 14-3. Yeah, Jamestown has had the football twice. They've scored touchdowns on uh, both possessions. Hastings has had the ball once and had to settle for a 27-yard field goal from Alex Stogdall. There's a running play there from uh, Taj as he brings the ball to the uh, 25-yard line. So pick up of only one yard in the play for Taj Willingham. He's the leading ball carrier for Hastings. 220 carries, 981 yards. And six touchdowns so far this year. He averages 4.5 yards per tote. Second down and nine here as he picked up one in the last play. Jackson's pass. Oh, it's almost intercepted and dropped it in a penalty flag down. That was a clear, clean six points there for uh, Jamestown. That was in the hands of their uh, defensive back, Purnell. And then we've got a penalty flag down. Purnell had it in his hands, Jimmy. I think his eyes were so big it just yeah. kind of fell out of his hands. That was a that was a pick six if I've ever ever seen one. So now we got a roughing the passer call as well on the Jamestown. So they nearly got the pick that should have been the six points right there. Then they commit a uh, a foul, and it's going to be a 
Roughing the passer, call at Jamestown. They're going to bring the ball to the forty. We just watched the replay there. Burnell, he's going to he's he's going to be uh, he's going to be well, ridiculed during the the film session well, tomorrow. I think, I think it took the air out of him. I think that bullet because the pass was right into the belly of him, and uh, he was not able to come up. That was a easy pick six. Here's uh, Taj Willingham with the ball, brings it outside to numbers on the right side, forty five. Puts his head down and drives the ball to the forty eight yard line. A pickup of eight yards in the play. Designed to go inside. Taj bounces outside. Purnell comes back and uh, makes the tackle on the next play. At the 48, a pickup of eight for Taj. Boy, and I don't know what Jackson was looking at on that pass play. Yeah, they just showed it right there. He, Boy, he was looking for Xavier McGuire. But, man, that was an errant pass there by Jackson. But after an eight-yard gain, second down and two here for Hastings. And the ball away to get to Taj this time. He is uh, hitting the backfield, and down he goes. And then pushed down. Well, extracurricular activity there as uh, Taj is pushed down to the turf. Tackle is made in there by Purnell again as he comes back with back-to-back tackles. That was a loss in the play back to the 45-yard line. And now he sings looking at third down, third down and five. Impressed with what I've seen out of Jamestown so far. This is a team that statistically is, is not very good. No, at the they, bottom of the conference, but they're giving us everything we want so far. Yeah, they are very similar to Hastings numbers, both offensively and defensively, but uh, right now they're winning the battle. Third down and five yards to go. Jackson jumps back to throw his pass across the middle. is incomplete, and we see penalty flags down. Jamestown got there too early on uh, Calvin Lundcook, and we're going to have a pass interference call here on the uh, Jimmies of Jamestown. So it started off to be a very... Physical football game here, Jimmy, between these two teams. Some hard hits here in the first couple of minutes of this ball game. You would almost think these two teams have been playing for several years and got quite a rivalry going because it's uh, been very physical. Here comes the uh, call. Pass interference, number eight, defense. The ball will be placed at the spot of the foul, automatic first down. That's uh, Purnell again, so he's been involved in quite a bit of the action here one way or the other on this series for Hastings. First and 10 now for the Broncos. They'll move the ball out here to the 49-yard line. 2-14 to play here in the first quarter. It's 14-3. The Jimmies are out on top of the uh, Broncos here this afternoon. Hastings looking at a first and 10 on their own 49-yard line, working right to left here in this first quarter. Isaiah Jackson will send three wide receivers onto the left side of the formation. He'll look that way, fires it that way. McGuire has got the ball at the 40 to the 35 to the 34-yard line before he is uh, brought down there. That's uh, Stewart into the stop. Fishery Stewart, the uh, free safety, coming up to make the stop for the Jimmies. That's going to be enough for a first down. Hastings moves the ball down to the 34 of Jamestown. Now trips set out wide to the right side for Isaiah Jackson. The junior out of Compton, California. Jackson comes back this way, and the pass is going to be caught. Jordan Johnson out of bounds. So he sent three wide receivers to the right side, and then uh, Jordan Johnson. Our all-conference wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. He's a quick down and out to Johnson, and he picks up about eight yards on the play. Second down, two yards to go. He sings with the ball down here at the Jamestown 28-yard line. A minute and 50 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, Jimmy's out on top by a score of 14-3 to here in this ballgame. Dodge Willingham moves over to the left side now of Isaiah Jackson, who's directing some traffic here at the quarterback position. They fake the ball to Taj. Jackson is hit, and Jackson is going to be uh, brought down in the play at the 30-yard line. 
So it's officially going to be a quarterback sack. A two-yard loss as Jackson is thrown down. Andrew Jensen gets through there defensively for the Jimmies. Jensen, the senior from Gardnerville, Nevada. He makes his stop on the play, so a loss of a couple of yards. And now we've got a timeout. we got an injury timeout for uh, Jamestown. we got an injured Jimmy down there. We'll take a break. A minute and 36 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 14, Hastings 3. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex in Hastings here this afternoon. I think the injured player is Gavin Hansero, one of the uh, defensive linemen for the uh, Jamestown Jimmies. He is down at the 30-yard line. An update on the Nebraska football game today. The folks uh, in Nebraska watching this rather closely today. Ohio State has got the lead over the Huskers now by a score of 23-21. to We'll get you all the scores coming up during uh, halftime here today on our college football scoreboard update. So they continue to work on the injured player out there for Jamestown. A minute and 36 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Kind of a an entertaining opening period here, Jimmy, with uh, the Jimmys out on top. By the score of 14 to 3. I got to be careful when I say Jimmy. You, you won't know if we're talking about the Jimmy's on the field or, or me. I'm, I'm addressing you. Or you want me to talk? Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, it, try, I'll try to stay out of that. But uh, yeah, Jamestown now on the ground, 50 yards, 13 carries, 90 yards through the air from their quarterback, Jordan Mann. They've been very successful against the Bronco D. They do help the injured player off with a couple of coaches under the shoulders for the Broncos, 57 through the air, just six. And that is the eighth sack on the prior play by the Jimmy defense. Hastings looks at a third and seven ball at the 31-yard line. 136 left to go here in quarter number one. 14 to three is the score. The Jimmys have the lead. So here's a Jackson now. He's got wide receivers all over the place. Now Taj goes in motion to the far side, empty backfield. They're going to come back this way to Johnson. He grabs the ball. Touchdown. 32-yard touchdown thrown there by Isaiah Jackson to Jordan Johnson. Johnson hauls in his fourth touchdown of the season. That's 14-9 Jamestown. For Johnson, that puts him over 600 yards on the season. Boy, that was beautiful. Just as soon as Jackson got the snap, it was one-on-one coverage on the uh, left side of the formation, and Johnson just blew right by his uh, uh, defender, and that pass was delivered right on the money. And Johnson with another touchdown. There's Stongs into the football game for the PAT. It's up there, and the point after is good. So Stockdale adds the point after touchdown. You might be right. Could be headed for a shootout here today. A minute and 21 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with the score. Jamestown 14, Hastings 10. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. 
We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, a 31 yard touchdown pass thrown there from Isaiah Jackson to Jordan Johnson. That's uh, Isaiah's fourth touchdown pass of the year. Johnson hauls in his fourth touchdown reception of the year. It's now a 14 to 10 ball game. The Jimmies are on the top. Jamestown receiving the uh, kickoff now at the 20-yard line. Back to the 25 as the angle off of the far side to about the 28. And that's where Jamestown will start. So 24 points here in the wow. uh, first quarter. We are liable to see a lot of points put up on the board. Neither defense really uh, showing up here today as Hastings made that look very easy. Clint Head had a very, very short meeting with his offensive troops over here. He said, that's the way we draw it up. That's a good job. Now the defense back on the field for Hastings. Football spotted down just inside the 30-yard line. we got 115 left to go here in the first quarter. Man is going to hand the ball away, and it's going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the Bronco D. Last time Jamestown uh, came to Hastings in 2016 as a non-conference game, Hastings was able to beat uh, Jamestown 44-34. to Last year we went up to uh, Jamestown to start the season, and Hastings was able to Beat the Jimmies by the score of 31 to 3. Second down and nine yards to go. Only a pickup of one in the last play for the uh, Jimmies. Ball is sitting at the 30 yard line under a minute to play here in the first quarter. 14 10. Jamestown with the lead. Little screen pass set up. Spinning away at the 30, across the 35, out to the 38 yard line. They're going to be looking at a third down and short. They get that ball to uh, Jimmy Hatch. Now they're going to say it's a first and 10. They give them the 39-yard line, so a first and 10. Tackle is made by Norman McKissick, the uh, senior out of Chicago. He's been banged up the past couple of weeks, but back into the lineup now for Tony Harper and the Broncos here this afternoon. Seventh first down for Jamestown. They get the football out to the 39-yard line, and uh, Hatch with the uh, the reception there of uh, nearly 10 yards. Jordan Mann with hands under center. He Drops back to throw, rolls left, unloads, and that's going to be incomplete. Trying to take it to the far sideline. The intended receiver over there was a Garrett Mitchell again, the freshman wide receiver. That was thrown wide of the target, second down and 10 yards to go. Now with three seconds to play in the opening quarter. Give man credit there. He knew he was going to take a big shot. Julius Ago for Hastings College uh, putting a lot of pressure on man, and just as soon as he threw it, he got beat down to the turf. Ago helps him right up, pats him on the rear. Nice job. Second down to 10, ball at the 39. Three seconds left to go here in the first quarter. All right, Jordan Mann waits for the uh, snap here. He's got it, shoulder high, little fake, and now he is going to be brought down. The pressure finally got to him, and look at the crimson shirts. One, two, three, four crimson shirts in there. Kayente Kinney was the guy uh, leading the charges. And that's the way the uh, first quarter is going to come to an end here this afternoon. So the first quarter in the books. Entertaining day so far today. One quarter in the books. And the score after his first period, it's Jamestown 14, Hastings 10. 
Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, start of the second quarter. Man drops back to throw, and now he's going to scramble out of there, and he brings the ball all the way across the 50 to the Bronco 49-yard line. That's going to be up for a first down. So Man couldn't find anybody downfield. Good job by the Bronco secondary, but then Man scrambles out of there and picks up the first down. Yeah, I was able to elude traffic in the pocket there and pick up a 12-yard gain that ate the first down for Jamestown. I will get to some stats after this play here. First and 10 ball just across midfield, just underway in the second quarter. High formation now for Jamestown with a wide receiver split out to the right side of the formation. Jordan Mann under center brings the ball back here to Hatch. And Hatch is going to be drilled after he picks up a couple of yards. Chris Rodriguez will bring him down for the Broncos, the freshman out of Houston. Stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For our visitors from Jamestown, again, we talked about some numbers in the first quarter. Passing Jordan Mann, 5 of 10 passing, 100 yards, one touchdown in that first quarter. They also had 51 on the ground, so 151 total. For Hastings College, it was 88 through the air, 6 on the ground, 94 total individual numbers after this play. All right, second down, 9 yards to go. Here's a Hatch again, and this time Hatch is going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos. That's a Tyler Parthamer. Begging to stop the senior out of Beatrice. Taj Willingham with four carries and only eight yards in this football game. Jordan Johnson with a couple of catches and 39 yards. He's got the one touchdown. And it is uh, Xavier McGuire with a couple of catches, 15. And Calvin Lynn Cook, one catch for 34 yards for Hastings. A gain of one by Jimmy Hatch. Be third down and uh, nine from the 48-yard line. All right, Jamestown working from our right to our left. South to north here in this uh, second quarter of play. Man looks right, comes back left. The pass is going to be incomplete. Off of the uh, fingertips of his intended receiver there in the center of the field, Barry Williams, Jr. Ostendorf was back in coverage for the Hastings College defense. And now it's fourth down, and now Jamestown will have to punt for the first time here this afternoon. Isaac Miles is the punter. For a Jamestown, he averages 34.7 yards per re, per kick. Back deep for Hastings will be Anthony Murray. Murray's averaging 11.7 yards per return. Miles is going to throw out of this thing. The man is wide open over there at the 40. Penalty flags down. 30 at the 20, down to the 15. Still has feet all the way down to the 11-yard line. The man was wide open out of the... Uh, 
punt formation. They take it all the way down to the 11, and we'll check out the penalty flag. That was designed perfectly. I don't know which way the penalty is going to go here, but, uh, yeah, he was wide open on the far side of the field. And then he made a great run downfield, broke a couple of tackles inside the 20-yard line, and we'll get the uh, we'll get the call from our uh, Mr. Whitecap right now. Yeah, we're huddling here, and here comes the uh, indication. So a penalty flag is down. Well, downfield, the entire offensive line. <laughs> Offense, five-yard penalty. Well, that's what they were supposed to do, get downfield and block. They did a great job because in these bright white uniforms, you could sure see them. But, yeah, they were all making a move. But, yeah, boy, it was wide open. There wasn't a player, a defender for Hastings within about 20 yards of that uh, intended fake. So that goes all for naught. It it was beautifully set up. And all all the linemen uh, released released on the play. And uh, they were downfield, so they're going to have to punt the football away again, this time on fourth down and 14 from the Hastings College 47. Probably won't pull down off again. Here comes the pressure. They get the ball away. It's going to bounce here at about the 13-yard line, and it's going to be down by Jamestown. So tough break there for the Jimmies because they would have had the ball down at the Hastings 11-yard line. Grisma Naskis was the guy who made the reception there on the, the fake punt. Had a great run, took it down to the 11-yard line. They were set up in a great position there, but the entire offensive line is going to be ruled for being downfield yeah. before the before the throw. Tell you what, give Grizz a lot of credit. He broke a couple of tackles down there, but now the Bronco offense back out on the field. The Broncos trail at 14-10 here in the second quarter. Jackson has got it. He fires the ball on the wow. far side. I don't know where that one was going. Hastings is complaining there. They they were held. Jordan Johnson, I think, was the intended receiver. At least he's the guy doing the most complaining over there. Well, he doesn't uh, get the flag, so it's second down and 10 yards to go. Even if he would have been released off the uh, far sidelines and downfield, that ball was still it was thrown way higher than the sticks on the far sidelines. That was grossly overthrown. That's just a second incomplete pass for Jackson here in this uh, first half. 14 to 10 is the score. Jamestown has got the lead. Here's uh, Taj with the ball now, and just not much there. Taj Willingham going uh, straight ahead. He's tackling the play by Andre Purnell. And now we got another injured Jimmy down here at the 15-yard line. Hey, well, the straining, training staff for uh, Jamestown, they've, uh, they've been busy. Just got the big lineman to the sidelines. Kind of try to get an update there on the far side of the field. He's Appears to have some ice around that uh, left leg. And this one here appears to be a right leg uh, injury. So we'll uh, get the training staff out. Tend to that individual. Just checking a couple of scores in the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon. Uh, Northwestern has jumped out on top in their ball game over uh, Concordia 14 to nothing. They are in the first quarter of play in Seward. Hastings College is trailing Jamestown, 12.37 to play here in the first half. It's 14-10. Other games going on. Midland playing at Briarcliff today. Doan is at Dakota Wesleyan, and Dort is at Morningside. Jamestown will wrap up the regular season next week with a ball game against Morningside. Hastings will have a ball game next week in South Dakota up in Mitchell against the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. 14-10 14 to 10 is the score. Jamestown with the lead. Third down here for Hastings. Nine yards to go. Jackson 
Drops back under pressure, steps up and out, throws the ball downfield. He's got a man. He makes the catch at the 49, across the 45 to the 40-yard line. Great catch there by Xavier McGuire. John Sullivan comes back and makes the tackle for Jamestown, but a great catch by Xavier McGuire. Hastings is in business at the Jamestown 42. For McGuire, that is three catches in the ball game and 53 yards. That one there was good for 45 Great job by Jackson. Felt the pressure coming from behind him. Stepped up in the pocket without going over the line and delivered it downfield perfectly to his receiver, McGuire. Here's Jackson. Swings the ball out there again. McGuire has got the ball at the 40-yard line. McGuire is going to be a gang tackle over there and written out of bounds right at the 40. A couple of yard gain there. Under 12 minutes to go here in the first half. 14-10 to 10 is the score that Jimmy's. Out on top of uh, Hastings College here this afternoon, but the Broncos on the move here in the second period. Thought I'd seen a penalty flag on that far side, but uh, I guess not. Looking at the numbers here for Jackson, 136 yards down and one touchdown, only two incompletions. That was a good for uh, about a three-yard gain. Going to bring up second down and seven. 11-28 and counting here till half. Jackson hands the ball away to Taj, and Taj is going to be brought down after a a couple-of-yard gain there. Tackle is made by Mitchell Swartz, a uh, freshman from Peyton, Colorado, is in the ball game now for the Jimmies at defensive end. Third down and five yards to go. Hastings, one of those teams that stands here at the line of scrimmage and will get the signals in from the offensive coaching staff here on the near side. And now Jackson will call the play out there. Three wide receivers split to the right side. Taj now coming in motion to the near side. Jackson goes back the other way and cannot connect. That's uh, Jordan Johnson again. Boy, and he had him open. He had a couple of steps. That was thrown about two yards too far. Johnson made a great effort, but not able to uh, come down with the football. Try to reach out there with one hand to uh, pull it in as we uh, runs the uh, replay down here at the 10-yard line. Got a line. hand on it. Yeah, like you said, about two yards too much. And now Hastings stuck out here in no man's land. It's fourth down. Hastings with the ball at the Jamestown 37-yard line. Fourth down and five yards to go. Broncos will go for it here. Wide receivers left and right. Jackson has got the ball. Jackson swings it out here, and it's going to be overthrown. I think that was open, too. Uh, Taj Willingham was the intended receiver. Jackson just uh, overthrew him. And Jamestown holds here on fourth down. The Jimmies will get the ball. At their own 37-yard line. Clint Head meets uh, Isaiah Jackson as he comes off the field, and he goes, man, you got a lot of juice on your ball today. He's throwing a lot of lot of got balls that have gone long past the intended receiver. But Jamestown will take over here. Again, uh, Jamestown with 100 yards through the air, 66 on the ground. They'll start at the 37-yard line. Jordan Mann, again, hands the ball away. That's going to be uh, Allen Jevning, who is into the ball game now, as Jevning brings the ball to about the 39. Second down and eight yards to go. Jamestown reminds me a lot of uh, the Hastings College offense from, oh, maybe back in uh, Burke's days here. We ran the, the I formation with uh, always a pair of wide receivers. Jamestown, uh, very similar to what we did uh, several years ago. They line up in the eye again with the wide receivers split out to the, the right side. Ten minutes and ten seconds to play here in the second quarter. 14 to 10 is the score. There's a Jevening getting through there. He is upended as he brings the ball across the 45 to the 46, but a penalty flag comes down. Probably in the area of a hold. 
The official uh, putting the hanky down here at the uh, 45-yard line goes over and talks to the uh, referee, telling him what he saw out there, and then they'll uh, make the indication. Bronco football for you here today on 1230 KHIS in Hastings and also on the Raven today, 103.1 up in Jamestown, North Dakota. 14-10 to 10 the score. Jamestown has got the lead. The official is going to make the call here. Foul. Block below the lane. Number 28, defense. 15-yard penalty. Added to the end of the line. Automatic. Yeah, we got to work on uh, Mr. Official's microphone. Uh, It's going to be a uh, block, illegal block on Hastings. It's going to cost the Broncos some yardage here, and that's going to move the ball down to the 40-yard line. So, a big Boy. penalty on Hastings actually going to put the ball down to 39. Tony wants to be careful here. He'll get another one of those penalty flags chewing on an official like he got a couple weeks ago. Never heard about that. But, yeah, all the way down inside the 40-yard the line, just under the 10-minute mark here left in the second quarter. Jordan Mann will send wide receivers out to the left side and hands the ball away. That's a Jemning with the ball. Jemning moves the ball down to the 30, down to the 29-yard line. That was a good gain there. In fact, uh, nine or ten yards. We'll see where they actually spot the football. Pick up nine yards in the play. That is bringing up a second down in one situation now. For the Jimmies of Jamestown. Dressed in their white uniforms and their orange trim here this afternoon. Second down in a yard. They've got the ball down here at the Hastings College 30-yard line. Man is going to send a man in motion down to the near side. Man has got the ball. Face it, stands in the pocket, throws it down the left sideline, and the ball is incomplete. Nearly coming up with a sensational catch was uh, Giles. A lot of contact made down there, but no penalty flag. And it's going to be an incomplete pass, third down in the yard. Wow. You talk about hand checking between both players as the uh, receiver there for Jamestown made the cut and went down towards the end zone. Him and uh, I believe that was Jardine back there. Yeah, he had a hold of Jardine's. <laughs> top of his uh, shoulder pads. There's a uh, running play straight ahead. It's going to be enough for a uh, first down as a Jordan Mann just goes uh, straight ahead there for the Jimmies and picks up the first down. And we got the benefit of the replay here. That was more of a Giles reaching out and pulling a Jardim down. He was, yeah. he was not happy with that. No, not at all. But uh, we go back to that real quick fourth down call. Just similar to what they did early in this ballgame where they lined up the I formation. Fullback come up and got on the backside of man and just pushed him for about three yards. That is the 10th first down for the Jimmies here in the game. Here's man. He wants to throw. He's got a man open there at the 20-yard line, and he uh, steps out of bounds. So he, he got the man. It was a, a short pass, but he steps out of bounds to the uh, far sideline. It's a completed pass. Now Jamestown is uh, on the move again here. That was a pass completion to the H-back, Nick Thompson, who grabs the ball. Good enough for about uh, eight yards in the play as he's out of bounds. Right about the uh, 19-yard line, maybe closer to the 18-yard line. So Jamestown looking at second down and a yard as they hand the ball away again to Jevening, and he's going to be brought down there. Austin Brenning into the stop. For the Hastings College defense, again, they only needed two, and that's about what they got there. Again, two yards on the play. It's going to bring up a first and ten now for the Jimmies. Eight minutes and 18 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, Jamestown has got the lead over Hastings. It is 14 to 10. 
Jevening leading the way, rushing for Jamestown. Nine carries, 44 yards. He's been the workhorse. I don't know if uh, if Hatch is injured. We have not seen him. I'll have to look, uh, look check the sidelines. Here's uh, Jevening again. He spins away from one would-be tackler. That was Bredding, and he's brought down after about a, a two- or three-yard gain. Bredding had a penetration there. Norman McKissie came in to complete the tackle for the Broncos. But now before uh, Jevening picked up about three yards in the play, Second down, seven yards to go. Jamestown with the ball down here at the 14-yard line, using a lot of the clock here in the second period. We're down to seven minutes and 35 seconds to play. Mitchell is your wide receiver split to the right side. Giles, the wide receiver split to the left side now. Jamestown looking at second down at about seven yards to go. Man fakes it, steps up, throws the ball into the end zone, touchdown. Throws the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. And Jimmy's got their uh, third touchdown of this uh, ball game. A completed pass thrown there to uh, Nick Thompson. He makes a couple of receptions on that drive, and that one is in there for a touchdown, 20-10, to 10, Jamestown. Yeah, Thompson broke free from the linebacker. I believe that was Jardim that was uh, trying to cover him, and he was wide open. Easy touchdown, second one of the day for the quarterback man. And the PAT, did it hit the post? Yeah, it hit the post, but went through there. Ricocheted in. So Jordan Mann throws a uh, touchdown pass here to a Nick Thompson. The PAT is boinked off of the left upright, but it goes through the pipes. That was seven minutes and 16 seconds to play in the first half. We'll take a break with a score that Jimmy's 21, the Broncos 10. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Major college football for you today. Into the third quarter, Ohio State is out on top of Nebraska now by nine. It is 30 to 21. 21 to 10. Here are the Jimmies with the lead over Hastings College. There's the run up. It's going to be a short kick, and it bounces at the 20. Picked up there by Murray. Murray uh, brings it across the 20 to the 22-yard line. You know, we always get the great bird's-eye view up here watching the sidelines after a uh, a touchdown or a misfire, as in the last touchdown for Jamestown. The guy was wide open. Ross Ostendorf was on coverage, and I'm going to tell you what. Tony Harper met him at about the 20-yard line on the north end, walked all the way down, was in his ear hole the whole way down, and then he wasn't done with him. He came off the sidelines, tore his headset off, and uh, barked at him again over here in the uh, little meeting room here for the defense. So the Bronco offense back out on the field, 7-10, left to go till half, 21-10, Jamestown lead. All right, we'll see what the Broncos can get done here offensively as they keep the ball on the ground. That's going to be Neesmith who's into the ball game now. Tyree Neesmith gets his first carry of the afternoon for Hastings. Neesmith, a six foot, 200 pound sophomore. It picks up about two yards in a play, and that's it. Neesmith with 358 yards coming into the football game here this afternoon. 
So pick up of two yards in a play. They move the ball to the 24-yard line. Hastings trailing in the ball game by a score of 21 to 10. Wide receivers split out to the right side. Jackson hands the ball away. Neesmith breaks loose at the 30. Neesmith outside the numbers 35, 40, 45, and he's run out of bounds to the 50-yard line. Nice run by Tyree Neesmith. Finally brought down the play by Morgan Borland, the linebacker for uh, Jamestown. But a nice run by uh, Tyree Neesmith. He takes the ball to the 49 officially of Jamestown. That was a nice play. 26-yard run by uh, Neesmith off the left side, keeping both hands on the football, gets it across midfield. Longest play, longest rushing play here today for Hastings. Here's a play-action pass. It's going to be thrown to the far side and slipping down the turf down here at the 41-yard line. I get it to uh, Jordan Johnson. He was trying to do a little shimmy shake over there at about the uh, 41-yard line, but slips down the turf. A pickup of nine yards, maybe eight yards on the play for Hastings second and two. Had a little rain overnight. Makes this field turf slick. You can't be doing shimmy shakes when you got a slick surface. Second down and a pair here from the 42-yard line. Neesmith is going to get the call. He's going to have the first down as he bangs his way down to the 35-yard line for Hastings. So first and 10 for the Broncos. Hastings moving from our left to our right here in the second quarter of play. Broncos north to south here. Five and a half to go. 21 to 10 is the score. Hastings is trailing in the ball game, but the Broncos on the move here in this second period. Isaiah Jackson has got wide receivers to the left and to the right here as he looks over the defense. Hands the ball away. Neesmith has got it. Neesmith for a yard, maybe two. Brought down on the play. Look at the white shirts there. They bring down the Tyree Neesmith after a two-yard gain as he angles off here to the right side. Second down, eight yards to go. Tackle is made in there by Alfredo Bernal for the uh, Jamestown Jimmies. So second and a couple of yards to go. Actually, second down and eight yards to go. Pick up a two on the last play there. Hastings with the ball at the Jamestown 33-yard line. Wide receivers again left and right. There's a pass thrown out there, and he is lit up over there. Wow. Anthony Martinez is lit up over there by a Jamestown's a Stewart. He gets into uh, Anthony Martinez. He, he pays for that one-yard gain. A one-yard gain on a pass completion, and he is lit up there by Stewart. 37. Boy, Stewart did a great job timing that out, too. He's seen the ball in the air, and Martinez, the only thing he could have done is just uh, fold his hands and run away from it, but he made the catch, and as soon as the ball was in his hands, he got lit up, one-yard gain, and uh, Hastings looks at a third and eight. All right, so the Broncos with the ball now. Jackson backs up. He takes a shot downfield, and it's going to be overthrown. Anthony Martinez had a step on his uh, defender back there in the end zone, but again, too much juice from Isaiah Jackson. He overthrows his man, so now Hastings looking at fourth down again Kinda in Jamestown territory at the 33-yard line. Yeah, no man's land. We'd uh, That'd be out of Stoggs' range. So Hastings will go for it here. They'll uh, bypass the field goal. So fourth down for Hastings at the 33-yard line of Jamestown with 3.52 to play here in the second quarter. Isaiah Jackson has got the ball. He backs up. Jackson's got time. He fires it across the middle. Is caught at the 15 to the 10 to the 5. He is into the end zone for the touchdown. 
Terrence McIntyre gets the touchdown reception for Hastings on a fourth down call. That's his second touchdown reception of the season, and the Broncos are within 5 of 21 to 16. I'll tell you what, this cat really came uh, came to play a week ago against Northwestern. He was the leading receiver in the uh, football game, and I tell you, he has come on this uh, late part of the season. That one there, he lined up in the slot on the right side, just run down the near side hash, down to about the 20-yard line and cut it in the middle of the field. Jackson takes one step up in the pocket, delivers a beautiful pass, and then it was all Terrence McIntyre with his speed. He was able to tape it, take it in from 33 yards out. So the second touchdown pass for Isaiah Jackson on the day. And, uh, wow, the shootout continues. I believe we've got a timeout on the field by uh, by Hastings. That was an eight-play, 78-yard drive for Hastings as Isaiah Jackson throws a, a 33-yard touchdown pass to uh, Terrence McIntyre to pull Hastings within five now at 21 to 16. Well, let's keep it right here. He sings on a timeout. Broncos maybe thinking about a two-point conversion here to get back to within three. Tell you what, you look at some of the playmakers that Hastings has had here lately. Taj going to be uh, gone after this year. Taj a senior, but uh, boy, you got Tyree Neesmith who is uh, really filling the void nicely. He's going to be the man next year to beat out. And then you've got uh, McIntyre, just a freshman as well. So a lot of talented youth for uh, Tony Harper and his squad. All right, so Hastings will go for the uh, two-point conversion here, trailing by five at 21 to 16. McIntyre goes in motion off of the far side. Jackson has got the ball. He throws it into the end zone. Caught for the two-point conversion, Anthony Martinez. Anthony Martinez makes the reception on the uh, two-point conversion. Three minutes and 43 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 21, Hastings 18. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHAS and also on the Raven 103.1 in Jamestown. Gonna have you folks along. Gonna be up there for a basketball during the winter. Oh, it, I hear it's just beautiful. <laughs> beautiful in January up in North Dakota. We'll be up there for a basketball later on. Here comes the end-over-end kick. Giles is going to grab the ball on the far side at the uh, six-yard line, back to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, out to the 21 or 22-yard line. That's where Jamestown will start. Yeah, we were up there, uh, was it a couple years ago, to uh, Valley Valley City. uh, Valley City State, which is uh, just down the road. Yeah. Thought we were driving forever. It's hey, they tell us it's about a nine-hour trip from uh, wow. Hastings up to uh, Jamestown, so we'll get to experience that here. Google says, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, I know we were in for a long trip last year when we stopped at the convenience store to get us a soda, and the guy says, "Where are you going?" I said, "Valley City." He goes, "Oh, you got a long way to go." Yeah, you're, you're about halfway. Yeah. Anyway, here's a uh, man's going to throw the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to set up a little screen. And Hastings had a tremendous pressure there at that time. Tyler Kennedy was a guy applying the pressure for the Hastings College defense. 
So second down and 10. That is a true story. Stop guys. So did the guy. He said, yeah, boy, you got a long way to go. Yeah, we were. We thought we were about there. I did. I was kind of planning on maybe where we was going to get to an establishment and grab us a burger or something. And he says, you still got a, you got a long way to go yet. I'm like, well, so much for that idea. Keep on driving. Yeah. Second down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 20-yard line. This is the Jamestown 20. Man throws it to the far side. It's going to be caught over there across the 30. So on his feet to the 35, he's run out of bounds over there into the Jamestown bench. The reception is made by Zach Grismanoskis. Grismanoskis. Grizz. Grizz. Just Grizz. We're, we're going to call remember, him Grizz. You remember uh, uh, Griswold on Christmas yeah. vacation? They just called him Grizz. So that's the easiest way to get out of that pronunciation. I, I, I'm sure he's got a nickname there for uh, for uh, Jamestown. That was a good Good pass and catch gain of 15 out to the 35-yard line. Jamestown with a ball here late in the second quarter. There's a uh, handoff. I think that's Hatch back in there. So he played in the first quarter, was absent throughout much of the second quarter. Now he's back in there. Tyler Kennedy makes the stop for the Bronco defense, a pickup of a couple of yards in the play. Jamestown may be content with uh, taking a three-point lead into the locker room here at halftime, not showing a a whole lot of... uh, Enthusiasm to get up to the line of scrimmage here. 2.43 to play in the second quarter. It's second down and eight yards to go. Man backs up. Man throws the ball. It's caught here by Hatch at the 40, 45, and he's ridden out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Darren Scott over here defensively for the uh, Hastings College defense. That's enough for a first down as they bring the ball up to the 48-yard line. Clock is running at the 226 mark. Jamestown with a couple of timeouts left if they elect to use those down the stretch here. Two wide receivers to the right side, one wide receiver to the left. First down and 10. Mann swings the ball out. Hatch grabs the ball, bobbles it, and falls to the turf, and it's going to be incomplete. Broncos thought it might have been a fumble. That's not the case. Incomplete pass. Diving on top of the pit down there. Was a Tyler Parthamer for the Bronco D. That's an incomplete pass, second down and 10. Talked about Hatch. I did find him on the sidelines there. Uh, we thought maybe he might have been shaken up a little bit. He got the start, but then he hadn't got a lot of carries. That uh, was the uh, other running back, Jevening, that uh, is leading the way so far. 47 yards on 10 carries. Hatch, by the way, with seven carries and 15 yards for the Jimmies. And uh, jo- Jamestown comes up the line. Second and 10 ball at the 48-yard line, 210. Left to go here till the halftime break. Jordan Mann, the junior quarterback out of Bismarck, North Dakota, backs up with a ball being flushed out of the pocket. He's going to run. He's got some room, 50-45, and he's chopped down at the 42-yard line. Anthony Murray coming up to make the player on the Bronco defense. That's going to be enough for a first down. They move the chains. Jamestown quickly up to the line of scrimmage now at the 41 of Hastings. So a ton of time left here, two minutes to go. In the second quarter, it's 21-18. Jamestown with a lead over Hastings. Mann has got the ball. Backs up again. Here comes the pressure. Mann throws it, and it's going to be incomplete. Austin Bredding came from his backside and nearly got to Jordan Mann that time. I think he felt the pressure. Austin Bredding, a big 230-pound senior out of Lincoln, was uh, had him on a radar screen. 
he got to him, but uh, just right after the uh, pass was thrown, I man felt the pressure coming. That's one thing about quarterbacks. You've got that sense. You can feel when you're in trouble, and, and that was the case there. He was forced out of the pocket, threw it incomplete. Second down and 10, ball at the 41-yard line. Probably heard and felt the earth moving there yes, with the yeah. Austin Brenning coming from behind. Second down and 10. Here comes man. He wants to throw the football again. He's got time. That time his uh, arm was hit, and the ball is loose. They're going to say... And I, think man, I think man is down. A man is down. Jamestown came over and grabbed the ball. Was that a loose ball or is that a fumble? Is that an incomplete pass or what? Now the officials are going to mark the ball to 25, so they're going to say that was a fumble off of the hands of Jordan Mann. It was picked up by uh, like a big offensive lineman. We're watching the replay right now uh, in the booth. The ball was just loose down here at the 35. Everybody thought the play was over. And somebody for George, or rather for uh, Jamestown came in to uh, grab the ball. That was Giles, I think, one of the wide receivers. And he moved the ball down to the 25-yard line. And the officials say that was a fumble and not an incomplete pass. We'll, we'll watch, watch the again uh, here. replay again in our uh, booth. There's a hit delivered. I think it was Keontae Kinney who got in there. The ball is loose. There it is. It's just bouncing along the ground. His hand was going forward. And it was uh, picked up there by uh, Giles, and he takes the ball down to the 25-yard line. The officials are still huddling out there as the teams have gone to the respective sidelines. A timeout was called. Now we're going to see if a Jordan Mann is all right. Well, it, I, I looked. It wasn't Jordan Mann that was uh, down. It was a uh, another man down, a player for Jamestown that was down. And he was able to get up and trot off the field. But Jamestown going to maintain possession here at the 25-yard line. Plenty of time left. 132 left to go here in the half. It's 21-18. Jamestown with the lead and the ball. So instead of an incomplete pass, the officials say that was a fumble recovered by Jamestown, and it was advanced by Giles down here to the 25-yard line. Man is still in there. Man has got the ball. Man rolls to his left. He gets away from one man, now throws the ball, and it's out of bounds. And he's ridden into the uh, Bronco sideline here. Man heads back to the uh, the huddle. Now what do we have here? We have a penalty flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Penalty flag in the center of the field. That occurred on a uh, first and 10 play down here at the Hastings 25. So we're limping our way to uh, the finish line here in the first half. Penalty flag is down here at the uh, 20 yard line. A minute and 22 seconds to play here in the first half. The Jimmies have the lead over the Broncos. The score is 21 to 18. Going to go on Jamestown. They were just over talking to Tony, seeing what he wanted to do here. Downfield, number 74, offense. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. All right, so an illegal man downfield there for the offensive line for uh, Jamestown. That's going to cost the Jimmies some yardage here. So Jamestown putting together a nice drive here at the end of the second quarter. But now being hit by a penalty is going to move the ball back here to the 30-yard line. Well, the Jimmies will be looking at a first down. First down at about 14 or 15 yards to go. Three wide receivers will come to the left side of the formation now for the Jimmies. Working right to left here in this second quarter. 
They hand the ball away to Hatch. He goes to the short side of the field at the 20 to the 15 to the 10-yard line, and he is knocked down inside the five. So they send three wide receivers to the wide side of the field. That was to the left side, and they cross them up as they come back with a running play to Hatch. And Hatch finding all kinds of running room down there. They've got the ball at the Hastings College three-yard line. Yeah, Hatch like a hot knife through butter on the far side of the field. Got through a couple of defenders, picks up 22 yards, down to the three-yard line. First and goal, Jamestown at the one-minute mark left to go here till half. All right, man under center. He's going to hand the ball away to Hatch. He just hit once, and Hatch takes the ball down to about the two-yard line. Tyler Kennedy into the stop for Hastings. But Jamestown now with 48 seconds to play. Down here at the Hastings College two-yard line, the Jimmies looking to put their fourth touchdown on the board here in this first half. This is a team that's averaging only 18 points per ball game. Jamestown has got the ball down here at the Hastings College two. Again, Hatch gets the call, and Hatch is drugged down. Nice defensive play there by Abdul Mare for Hastings. That brings down Hatch for a loss of a couple of yards. And now Jamestown is going to have to call a timeout with 22 seconds to play. Boy, they're going to look at a third down situation. Boy, so, Jamestown with another injured player down on the field. We've got a timeout. We'll take a break. 22 seconds to play here in the second quarter. The score is Jamestown 21, Hastings 18. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Well, Jimmy Purcell, and Gene Shaw back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, 21 to 18 is the score. The Jimmies have got the lead, and that's the ball carrier, Jimmy Hatch, as he's being uh, helped off with the field. Looks like he's going to be all right as he's walking off under his own power. But Jamestown now looking at third down. Third down and goal. They've got the ball down here at the Hastings College four-yard line. So Jamestown comes up to the line of scrimmage here. Wide receivers left and right. Here's a halfback pass is going to be thrown into the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Penalty flags down, probably in the area of pass interference. So they had a little dipsy doodle there on the third down. They throw it into the end zone, and again, penalty flags are down. Officials will confer here at the 10-yard line. We've got just 16 seconds to play now. Here in the second quarter, 21-18. to The Jimmies have the lead, and they're looking for more here in this first half. As the officials will try to sort this out. Penalty flags in the end zone as the white cap comes over here to uh, make the call. Pass interference, number two, defense. Pass, the foul occurred in the end zone. The ball will be placed at the two-yard line, first down. All right, Anthony Murray being hit with a 
Pass interference. They're going to put the ball down at the two-yard line. So now Jamestown will have another crack at things here. It's going to be a first and goal from the two. 16 seconds to play here in the second quarter. So man will line up now under center. Man just goes straight ahead, and they push him forward. They take it into the end zone for the touchdown. They take it into the end zone and a touchdown. A quarterback sneak as Jordan Mann takes it in there for Jamestown and the Jimmies. Lead by the score of 27 to 18. Well, that's the play they run on fourth and short. They get a man up underneath center, and then as soon as the ball is snapped, the fullback comes up, gets right on his back, and helps push him across the line, and that was good for a two-yard touchdown. And the PAT is blocked here by Hastings College. Yeah, the ball is loose. It's going to be recovered by uh, Jamestown, but the PAT is blocked by the uh, Broncos. So 13 seconds to play now here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with the score. Jamestown 27, Hastings 18. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, so Jamestown is coming to town here. They've got a nine-point lead, 27-18 to 18 over Hastings College with 13 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Entertaining football game here for the crowd that's uh, come down from Jamestown. 17, 17 is the total on the far sidelines. That's what you've been doing all this time, huh? Counting the... Counting head count. Yeah, the Jamestown fans uh, across the way here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Here's the run-up and the the boot here. It's going to be fielded by uh, Murray as he brings the ball back for Hastings. 25-30, 35-40-45-47-yard line. Murray's had a couple of nice returns here today for Hastings. Unfortunately, that one happens with six seconds to play now here in the first half. Well, still plenty of time to send your skill guys downfield and loft one in the air. We've seen... Uh, Action Jackson with a lot of juice underneath his throws. He's got an, enough of an arm. He can get her down there. So take one one big shot at it maybe here, and he'll have uh, trips out to the left side. Johnson will be the lone receiver here right in front of the Hastings Callet bench. Six seconds left to go till half. Jackson is going to back up. Jackson steps up. He is hit, and the ball is uh, loose down there, and it's going to be uh, recovered. By uh, Hastings, but they're going to bring him down right at the 45, and the half was, is going to end right there. So the ball was uh, knocked loose from Jackson. It was picked up by an offensive lineman for uh, Hastings, and the half is going to come to an end. So the first half in the books here this afternoon. Action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and the score at halftime, it is Jamestown 27 Hastings College 18. You're listening to football action today on 1230 KHIS and also on the Raven 103.1. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. 
My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and, again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion. You cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. 27 to 18 is the score. The Jamestown Jimmies surprising Hastings College here in the first half. Like we said, it's been an entertaining uh, first half. Both teams have been able to Move the ball up and down the field a little bit in this uh, ball game. And the Jimmies out on top of Hastings today by a score of uh, 27-18. to 18. Stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For Jamestown in that first half, they put 50 offensive plays up on the uh, Bronco defense. Their quarterback, uh, Jordan Mann, was 9 of 20, passing 143 yards. Mann with two touchdowns in that first half. The rushing attack for the Jimmies, 30 carries, 134 yards, so 277 of total offense on those 50 offensive plays. 14 first downs for Jamestown, five penalties in that first half. Leading ball carrier in the uh, first half was Alan Jevning, Jevning with uh, 10 carries and 47 yards, and Jimmy Hatch with 9 carries and 38 yards for Jamestown. For the Broncos in that first half, Isaiah Jackson's numbers, 11 of 16, passing 181 yards. Jackson with two touchdowns in that first half. The Broncos rushing woes continue. 12 carries, just 44 yards for the Bronco offense, so 225 of total offense on 28 offensive plays. The Broncos with eight first downs in that first half, four penalties towards Hastings. Individual leaders, Tyree D. Smith with four carries, 35 yards. And Taj Willingham with just six carries and 11 yards. I said Taj would get to 1,000 yards today, but he's going to have to maybe go here in the second half. Jamestown's held him in check, but the Broncos have only run it 12 times here today. They've relied on the pass with this uh, Clint Head offense. Receiving leaders in the uh, in the first half, Xavier McGuire with four catches. McGuire with 63 yards. Jordan Johnson with three catches. 47 yards, 
and a touchdown for Johnson. Terrence McIntyre with one catch and 33 yards. Calvin Lynn Cook rounds out the receiving efforts with one catch and 34 yards, but should be an explosive second half. Neither defense can really stop the other offense and uh, might be the who makes the least amount of mistakes and has the ball last in this football game. But right now at half, it's Jamestown 27, Hastings 18 here on a uh, brisk, chilly afternoon in Hastings. Some of the games going on in the conference today. Northwestern has got the lead over Concordia there at halftime. It's uh, the Red Raiders 28 and Concordia 7. Also, a halftime score. Doan is out on top of Dakota Wesley, and the score is 14-3. They are at halftime. Other games going on. Dort is playing at Morningside today. That's the action going on in the Great Plains Athletic Conference next to the last weekend of the regular season. 27-18 is our score here at halftime. The Jimmies are out on top of Hastings College. We'll take a timeout, come back and check some major college scores for you as we continue on the halftime show on 1230 KHS and also on the Raven 103.1. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, back here at halftime in Hastings. Again, the Jimmies are out on top. Other Broncos, 27-18 to 18 here at the break. Jamestown will finish off their season next week with a ball game against Morningside. Hastings College will be on the road next week against Dakota Wesleyan in Mitchell, South Dakota. Airtime next week on 1230 KHS will be at 12 o'clock noon with the Tony Harper pregame show. We'll have the kickoff in Mitchell at 1 o'clock next Saturday. Checking some major college football scores for you. They're in the fourth quarter in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio State is leading Nebraska by the score of 30-24. to 24. The Huskers just hit a field goal. They're in the fourth quarter, about uh, six minutes and 46 seconds to play. And it's Ohio State leading Nebraska by the score of 30-24. to 24. Final score in Clemson, ranked number two in the country. No problems today with Louisville. Winning by the score of 77-16. to 16. Wake Forest, ranked number 19 in the country, has got the lead over uh, well, Syracuse with a lead over Wake Forest. The score is 41-24. to 24. They got four and a half minutes to play in that game. Texas A&M, ranked number 20, is trailing Auburn 28-24. to 24. They got just uh, less than a minute to go in that game in the fourth quarter. Final score in, Iowa State beat Kansas today by a score of 27-3. to So those are the uh, games from the top 25 in major college football action here this afternoon as we check some uh, other scores. It'll be a, a busy afternoon for uh, college football today. A lot of the top teams are, are in action. Old Miss has got the lead over South Carolina. They're in the fourth quarter, nine minutes to go. 
Ole Miss has got the lead 44-41 over the Gamecocks of South Carolina. Fourth quarter score, under a minute to play. Oklahoma State is leading Baylor by the score of 31-28. Fourth quarter score, Memphis is leading East Carolina 52-40. About five minutes to play in that ball game. Halftime score, Texas State 13, Georgia State 10. Halftime score, Wyoming 10, San Jose State nothing. A couple of games just getting started. South Alabama and Arkansas State. First quarter score, Louisiana Monroe is leading Georgia Southern 13 to nothing. First quarter score, Southern Mississippi over Marshall 3 to nothing. Got some final scores in. So mentioned uh, Clemson, no problems today with Louisville 77 to 16. Army is uh, beating the Air Force today. Final score of 17-14. to 14. Army picks up the win there. Georgia Tech winners over North Carolina, 38-28. to 28. Iowa State, 27. Kansas, 3. That game is final. There's a final score. Wisconsin beat Rutgers today by a score of 31-17. to 17. Michigan State has knocked off Maryland, 24-3. Eastern Michigan over Central Michigan today. The score of 17-7. to So those are your scores in uh, major college football action here this afternoon. Again, our score here at halftime at the Osborne Sports Complex. You've got the Jimmies of Jamestown leading Hastings by the score of 27-18. to As far as uh, other action going on, the Hastings College men's basketball team they are playing at the Concordia Cattle Classic this weekend. Hastings was able to pick up a win last night over Barclays College by the score of 118-72. to Zach Johnson scored 24 points for Hastings. Bart Hiscock had 16. Kevin Miller had 14. Logan Kale had 14 points. And Zach Kitten scored 10 last night. Hastings 2-1 and one on the season. They're playing 25th-ranked St. Thomas out of Florida today in the 19th Annual Cattle Classic. And Hastings will have a home game on Monday. We'll start our Bronco basketball coverage for you on Monday night. Hastings will be playing Sterling College over at uh, Lynn Farrell Arena. Win, uh, men's game only on uh, Monday. 8 o'clock for the tip-off. 7.45 will be the pregame show. On 1230 KHIS. Hastings College women's basketball team. They beat Haskell Indian Nations University last night. 69-54. to Mackenzie Willicott scored 16 points for Hastings. Kennedy Sanders scored 13. Freshman Taylor Beacom scored 10 points. Hastings is 1-1 one one in the season. And will open up conference play on Wednesday against Doan. So our schedule next week, we're going to have... Hastings College men's basketball on Monday. We'll have a playoff football game for you on Tuesday, and then we'll open up the conference basketball season with a doubleheader next Wednesday at home against Doan. Women's soccer team will take on Briarcliff in a 6 o'clock ball game immediately following a football here tonight here at Lloyd Wilson Field. That'll be in the GPAC semifinals tonight, so Hastings will play Briarcliff in the GPAC semifinals at 6. Men's soccer team 
will be playing Concordia in the GPAC semifinals on Tuesday at 7. Hastings College volleyball team also in action tonight. They'll play in the GPAC quarterfinals at 7 o'clock over at Linfell Arena. So it's going to be a busy day for the Hastings College sports teams. As far as the Jamestown sports teams are concerned, their women's basketball team has got a 4 o'clock game scheduled at home against Mayville State today. And then uh, your volleyball team, Jamestown, will be playing in Fremont tonight in the GPAC quarterfinals. That'll go at uh, 7 o'clock. So the volleyball team, Jamestown, playing at Midland tonight at 7. And your women's basketball team will be uh, hosting Mayville State in a ball game at 4 o'clock here this afternoon. So we're at halftime. College football action here this afternoon from Hastings. The Jimmies have got the lead over Hastings College. The score is 22 to 18. We'll have more after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, back here at halftime, 27-18 is the score. Jamestown has got the lead over Hastings. We gave you the numbers. Here's what we've got to, as far as the scoring is concerned here in the first half. Hastings falling behind early as Jamestown had an eight-play, 77-yard drive round for the bat here today. Jordan Mann threw a touchdown pass to Barry Williams of 21 yards. Point after was good, 7 or nothing. Jamestown had to lead. Hastings on their first offensive possession went five plays, 43 yards. They had to settle for a 27-yard field goal from Alex Stoggle to make it a 7-3 ball game. Jamestown came back in their next series, went 12 plays, 67 yards as they scored in their first two offensive series here this afternoon. Jamestown got a two-yard run from Alan Jeving. The point after was good. 14 to 3. Jamestown had to lead over Hastings. Broncos came back late in the first quarter. Isaiah Jackson threw a 31 yard touchdown pass to Jordan Johnson. Stoggle has the point after. And we had 24 points scored in the first quarter. Jamestown had to lead over Hastings to score 14 to 10. In the second period, Jordan Mann connects on a 13-yard touchdown pass to Nick Thompson. The camp off a nine-play, 63-yard drive. Jamestown led by a score of 21-10. to Hastings coming back on an eight-play, 78-yard drive. Isaiah Jackson throws a 33-yard touchdown pass to Terrence McIntyre. Hastings converts on a two-point conversion to pull within three at 21-18. Then Jamestown scoring right before halftime. With 13 seconds left on the clock, Jordan Mann takes it in from two yards out. They camp off a 14-play, 80-yard drive. The point after was blocked. And that's the way we stand here at halftime, 27-18. to 18. The Jimmies have the lead over Hastings College. And I guess if you're Jamestown, Jimmy, you got to be uh, happy. You come to town and you're going toe-to-toe with uh, Hastings College this afternoon and played a, a pretty good half of football 
on the road here today. Well, yeah, and as we talked in the pregame show, you look at these two teams on paper, they really mirror in each other as far as offensive numbers and defensive numbers, what they're giving up uh, through the course of games. But uh, Jamestown offensively, uh, not quite averaging 20 points a game. They've already got 27 here at halftime, but that's just what the Bronco uh, defense is allowing them. They've uh, been able to go up top a couple of times. Their uh, quarterback, Jordan Mann, throwing a couple of touchdowns from 21 and 13 yards out. He's also got one rushing touchdown on the ground. The other touchdown is from Alan Jevnig uh, for Jamestown. Uh, just a good half of football played by played by them. Hastings going to have to tackle much better and play better in the secondary because they've really been able to put some some good numbers up. 143 uh, through the air, 134 on the ground. And for Hastings, not able to rush the football today. It's a good thing Isaiah Jackson's uh, having a good half of throwing the football. Jackson's thrown for 181 yards. He's thrown for a couple of touchdowns as well. But the Bronco rushing attack, just 44 yards on 12 carries. So, Hastings really having a tough time going. And, and you look at one of them plays was a 26-yard run by Neesmith. So you take that one out of the mix. And, yeah, the Broncos just slightly over 20 yards of rushing in this football game. So uh, I'm sure that uh, Tony's trying to get his team uh, dialed in here for the second half of action. Jamestown's already back out on the field. Hastings has has yet to come back out. I don't know. Uh, usually they're out here well within the uh, three-minute mark and where that – Right there, three minutes till the half is over. The only one we see is Stoggs is out practicing uh, some punting at midfield. And uh, we'll wait to see where the Broncos are. Maybe trying to get warm, I guess. All right, we're at halftime. The second half is coming up. The Jimmies of Jamestown with a lead over Hastings. And the break is 27-18. to 18. That's the halftime show. We've got the second half coming up on 1230 KHAS and on the Raven 103.1. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
Our Bronco football coverage brought to you locally by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings by the Hastings Tribune, by Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Again at halftime, 27 to 18, Hastings has got the lead over Jamestown. And you're right, the Broncos uh, real late getting out of the locker yeah. room here. Let's have a nice little talk there with uh, Tony and the staff. Yeah, the way the first half went, I don't think it was very pleasant uh, down there in the Bronco locker room. Tony was not a, a happy camper. And, uh, yeah, the Broncos just uh, just now come out of the locker room, and they've got 15 minutes up on the board. Jamestown's out ready to kick off. Hastings will get this opening kickoff to start the second half. So we'll see what uh, the Bronco offense, if we can try to get any running game established as we'll get uh, – Get things. Well, the players, they're all, look at them here. They get to get the dancing again. So that didn't work in the first half. Maybe they had to worry about playing football. Yeah, you got to get jiggy with it here. Jamestown will kick off. 27 to 18 is the score. Jamestown has got the lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. Here comes the uh, run-up and the boot. Hastings will have a chance to return this one. It goes through the fingertips of Taj into the end zone. And the Broncos will bring it back out in the uh, touchback. Jamestown's going to have another guy. They've had more guys go down on this uh, field turf. That individual will get up and he'll trot off with a pretty good limp. They've had a lot of, lot of injured players here today. So Hastings will come out on the field offensively. Jackson, the quarterback. Taz will be the running back. Johnson will be to the right side. McGuire and Calvin Lynn Cook split out here to the left side. Hastings' first possession of the second half. All right, so 27-18, to 18, the second half is uh, underway. The Broncos working our, from our right to our left here in this uh, third quarter of play, south to north. Neesmith is going to get the call here. He's going to bang his way across the 30 onto the 32-yard line. Andrew Jensen is the guy to bring him down for the Jimmies of Jamestown. Hastings not much success rushing the football in the first half. Picks up seven on the first play there by Neesmith. Now the uh, little option play. Jackson pitches the ball back here to Taj. Down the sideline, 35 to the 40, and he's pulled down at the 43 or 44-yard line. So Hastings... Getting outside there and the option play to the short side of the field. Wellingham has run out of bounds over here. They're going to spot the football right at the 43. So two running plays to start off this third quarter. Hastings gets a first down. Seven carries, 22 yards for Taj. Five carries, 42 yards for his counterpart in uh, Tyree Nishmith. That was a 11-yard gain around left side on the option play. First down, Hastings. Isaiah Jackson with two wide receivers split to the right side. There's a handoff straight ahead. The Taj is into the open across the 50 inside Jamestown territory down to the 46-yard line. So the Broncos recommitting themselves to the rushing attack here. Jordan Olson was a guy to pull him down for Jamestown. Hastings three consecutive plays there. 
Uh, we've run on the ground, and Hastings has picked up three first downs. Yeah, gains of 11, excuse me, 7, 11, 11. Back-to-back 11-yard carries by Taj. Now he is over 1,000 yards for the season, and they've got it down to the Jamestown 46. There's a Neesmith. He slides in there across the 40 down to the 36-yard line. Wow. Pick up of another 10 yards in the play. Purnell is the guy to bring him down. For a Jamestown, they're going to say he's just shy of the first down stake, so he seems to be looking at second down at a yard. This is kind of what happened a couple of weeks ago in Concordia. He seems used their ground game in the second half to ground down a win against the Bulldogs. There's an inside handoff to Taj, and now he breaks it outside here, and he's going to be run out of bounds into the Bronco bench. That was stopped inside. Taj came to the near sideline, run out of bounds there by... Caleb Ellingson. Boy, as much as we heard about him during uh, all the pregame stuff all week long, we haven't called his name a whole lot here today. No, but he's uh, got a nose for the football, 103 tackles coming in, and that was a loss of uh, a couple of yards for Hastings. I don't know if that's a broken player or not. Taj really never wanted to get that uh, football. Third down here and about four yards to go for Hastings. Taj gets the handoff across the 40, skips inside 35 to the 30 to the 25, 20, 15, down to the 10-yard line, Taj Willingham. Willingham carrying the mail there for Hastings, breaks into the open. He's got another first down and more. Now the Broncos in the red zone, knocking on touchdown door. They've got the ball down here at the Jamestown 9-yard line. Well, whatever they said at halftime, it's worked. Six carries. Everything on the ground here in this uh, second half. There's a Willingham again with the ball. Willingham moves it down to the five-yard line, and he moves the pile down to the three before he's finally brought down. Yeah, Hastings just uh, lining up and going right at this defense for uh, Jamestown. Everything on the ground here in this uh, opening series of the second half. Hastings trailing in the ball game by a score of 27-18. to They're going with... uh, Two guys in the backfield with Neesmith and Taj. And now they hand the ball away to Taj again, and he's going to be met right at the four-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Caleb Ellingson. A linebacker for uh, Jamestown. So now it's third down. Third down and goal. The ball is sitting at the four-yard line of Jamestown. Eight plays, 73 yards here for Hastings. Taj now with 11 carries at 68 yards. Just uh, been a recommitment here to the uh, running game. And uh, the offensive line's really done a good job here on this first series. Hastings looks at an important third and goal. Jackson hands the ball away again to Taj, and he ducks inside to about the two-yard line. He's brought down, and now Hastings is going to have to make a decision here. That's uh, Ellingson again. And in the stop, the Broncos are going to go for it here. Fourth down, two yards to go for the touchdown. Fourth down and goal. Hastings is trailing here in the ball game. Jackson has got it, hands it away to Taj. He takes it into the end zone barely. for the touchdown. He just barely got in there, but he clears the uh, the goal line, and Hastings on a fourth down scores. It's now 27-24, to 24, Jamestown. For Taj Willingham, his seventh touchdown of the season, and boy, just that quick. The guy's over 1,000 yards, but that was 10 plays, everything on the ground, 76 yards, and Willingham now with... 13, 14 carries in the ballgame and 71 yards. So an impressive drive to start off the second half, and Hastings, just like that, back into the football game. 
Here comes the PAT by Stonks. Is it up there? It is good. So the point after touchdown is good. We've got ourselves a game here. 10 minutes and 57 seconds to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score Jamestown 27, Hastings 25. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hi, Bronco football action for you here today. The Jimmies of Jamestown. They've got the lead over Hastings, 27 to 25. Hastings going 10 plays, 76 yards to begin this third quarter. And Hastings now back to within uh, two points. Broncos will kick off. Going to be returned here by Jamestown. That was a short kick. They bring her back to the 20-yard uh, line and then knocked down at the 22. Bringing the ball back was Barry Williams, Jr. for uh, the Jimmies. Corey Leach on the tackle and penalty flags coming in on the, the return. All right, so a penalty flag is down. Ohio State has completed the win over Nebraska today. Final score, 36-31. Ohio State beats Nebraska in uh, Columbus, Ohio today. So the officials will discuss things there. Penalty flag sitting right at the 22. That's where they brought down uh, Williams on the play. So they are huddling to discuss things here. Whitecap can make a call for us here. In return, holding, receiving team, 10-yard penalty, first down. All right, so it's going to be a hold on Jamestown, so that costs us some yardage. You all right, my friend? We'll give you some uh, penalty numbers here in that uh, first half. Jamestown hit with five penalties for 39 yards. Hastings, four penalties and 25 yards. And Jamestown set up now at the 12-yard line. With a two-point lead, 27-25. All right, Jordan Mann, your quarterback, had a pretty good uh, first half for uh, Jamestown. They faked the ball. Now Mann's going to run the ball himself across the 20 on the way out to the 22-yard line. So Jordan Mann carries the ball there. And now for a first down, Wesley Jardim. Another stop for the Hastings College defense. Man with an 11-yard gain. Great play fake carried out there by Jimmy Hatch, the running back. A couple of Broncos jumped on him, thought he had the ball. Hatch took it around the left side, picked up 11, 21st, first down, and the ball out to the 22-yard line. Doan is leading Dakota Wesley in 20-3. They're at the end of the third quarter. There's a quick pass thrown over there. It's going to be caught at the 25, out to about the 28-yard line. Marcus Giles making the reception there. Tackle again made by Jardim for the Hastings College defense. A pickup of about seven yards on the completed pass from Mann to Giles. They have inched the ball up here to the 29-yard line. On the far side, Hash, wide receiver splits out wide to the right side down for Jamestown in their white and orange uniforms here this afternoon. Inside handoff, breaking loose, 40 45, far sideline, 50, inside Bronco territory to the 49. Alan Jevning 
Carrying the ball there for a Jamestown, Ross Ostendorf. Into the stop for the Hastings College D. Nice run there by Alan Jevening, the sophomore out of Brainerd, Minnesota. Jevening now with uh, 11 carries and 66 yards. That was 19 right up to midfield. Jamestown working left to right here in this third quarter. There's a delayed draw as they move into the center of the field all the way down to the Bronco 41-yard line. So pick up there of about uh, eight yards on the play as they take it down. They're going to spot the football at the 42. Ostendorf in the stop for the Hastings College defense. Pick up of eight yards on the last play there for the Jimmies. Jamestown's come out firing on uh, all cylinders as well, running the ball very well, setting up at a uh, second down and two here. Ball at the 42-yard line. Here's man play action pass. Drops back. He throws it downfield. That's going to be way overthrown. I mean way overthrown. Mitchell was the intended receiver there, Garrett Mitchell, but he was nowhere close to the ball there. Jordan Mann just throws it downfield about as far as he could there and it's way out of bounds. Third down and two yards to go. Jamestown has got a lead over Hastings, 27 to 25. We're down to eight minutes and 57 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter from the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Three wide receivers will come to the right side of the formation. Tight end lined up to the left side now. Third down and two for Jamestown. Jordan Mann waiting for the snap. He's got it. Mann looks right. Here comes the pressure. Mann has hit his pass across the middle. is incomplete. Trying to get it to a Giles. Pass is incomplete. Wesley Jardine back in coverage for Hastings. And now Jamestown will be looking at fourth down and two. I think from here, Jimmy, you put the football away. We'll see if the coaching staff for Jamestown will agree. I think they're going to go for it. Kendall Oberheide, by the way, on that last play, nearly getting to uh, Jordan Mann. And yeah, now, gonna, now they're going to, yeah, they're going to go for it. At least they're going to line up for it. Fourth down and two. They're going to hand the ball away. Inside handoff, and they're going to have it up for a first down just barely. Alan Jevening moves the ball down here just inside the 40-yard line. In fact, they're going to mark it right at the 40. That's going to be enough for a first down, so they only needed about a yard and a half. They got about two. First down, 10 yards to go for Jamestown as they keep the ball and their possession here with eight minutes and 40 seconds to play in the third quarter. Looking to add to their 27-25 to 25 lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. Three wide receivers again out to the right side. Jevening gets the call. Jevening is hit in the backfield and down he goes. Loss of two yards in the play. Good play there by the Bronco defense. Darren Scott was the guy to get in there for uh, Hastings College. Coming up from his quarterback position as he was... Coming on the blitz there for the Broncos. A loss of two on the play. Second down and 12 yards to go. The ball pushed back here between the 41 and 42-yard line. Eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. 27-25, Jamestown with a lead. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side. Handoff again. Jevening brings it back across the 40. Down to the Hastings College 38-yard line. Cornelius Barber and the stop that time for Hastings. But now Jamestown will be looking at third down. Third down at about six, maybe uh, seven yards to go. 
Ball sitting down here at the Hastings College 37. Jevening getting close to 100 yards, 77 yards on 15 carries. One touchdown in the ball game. That was a pickup of nearly four. And Jamestown looks at a third and seven. It's going to be Mitchell and Giles split out wide to the right side. Rolling his man. He throws the ball. It's going to be cradled in. Did he hang on to it? Yes, he did down here at the Hastings College 26-yard line. Nice reception by Marcus Giles. Ross Ostendorf entered the stop for Hastings, but that's a first down for Jamestown as they have moved the ball down here to the Hastings College 26. Poor man, that's 161 yards now off of his arm, and that's the 24th first down for Jamestown in the ball game. They get the ball inside the 30 down to the Bronco 26-yard line. All right, wide receiver splits out to the left side. Here's man again, play action pass, tosses it over here. It's going to be caught to the big old H back, and he's out of bounds. Nick Thompson makes the reception there. Run out of bounds by Austin Dorf of Hastings. So Nick Thompson makes the reception. Makes up about nine yards in the play. Jamestown, Jimmy, doesn't do anything real flashy offensively, but I'll tell you what, what they do, they, they do it pretty well. Yes, they do. They do it very, very good, and it's uh, whether it's a short pass or not, running attack, they've got several backs that can do it, and again, they spread the ball around to several different receivers. That was a gain of eight, going to bring up second down and short. Thompson now goes in motion to the far side. They faked a handoff, and now here's Mann running the football. 15-10, five down to the three-yard line. Brought down by uh, Darren Scott for Hastings. But Mann, they sent a man in motion. They faked the ball up inside to Allen Jevening. That's a quarterback keeper as Mann takes the ball all the way down to the Hastings College 3. And the Jimmy's knocking on touchdown door here with six minutes to play. In the third quarter. Man, man can carry those play fakes out. That was another great play fake. And again, a 15 yards inside the uh, red zone. Uh, first and goal here. There's a uh, handoff now that's going to go to uh, Jevening, and he gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Tripped up there by Alex Allen for Hastings College. Allen, the uh, product out of St. Paul. They're going to give him... The two-yard line here. So now it's second down and goal. The ball is at the Hastings College two-yard line. Five and a half minutes to play here in this third quarter. So a long, time-consuming drive has taken a lot of the time off of the clock here in the third period. Jamestown trying to cap it off with a uh, touchdown here. They're leading by two, 27-25. Man comes in motion. They hand the ball away on a jet sweep, and they take it into the end zone for a touchdown. Giles takes it into the end zone for a touchdown to the short side of the field, and Jamestown goes out on top now, 33-25. Well, we talked about it in halftime. It may come down to who has the ball last in this football game to determine the, the outcome as the Broncos just allowed Jamestown to march all the way downfield and uh, put a sixth spot on the board, so... Now it is 33-25 PAT pending. So each team has scored in their opening possession of the second half. The point after touchdown is going to be good by Jamestown. Five minutes and nine seconds to play. We're in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 34, Hastings 25. 
Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings, 10 plays, 76 yards to start off the third quarter. Jamestown, not to be outdone, they come back in their first possession of the second half, 14 plays, 88 yards. So each team is out of possession, and we're down to five minutes and nine seconds to play in the third quarter, and Hastings will get the ball back here in the kickoff. Return back to the 5, 10, 15. To the 20, penalty flags down as Taj is going to go down at the 22-yard line. Going to be a block in the back on Corey Leash at about the 15-yard line, so I don't nullify anything. Now we've got some chatter going on between two teams. Anthony Murray didn't like the way he was handled. He's still jawing. So Hastings and Jamestown both uh, recommitting themselves to the ground attack there in their opening possession of the second half. Needless to say, two time-consuming drives, one for each team. Jimmy, we're down to five minutes and one second to play here in the third quarter. Be a quick second and a half, won't it? Now they keep the ball on the ground like this. That's going to be the case. It's going to be a penalty on Hastings. And now the Broncos are start deep in their own territory all the way back here to the seven-yard lines. We're going to put her down. So Hastings used uh, Tyree Neesmith and Taj Willingham in the backfield on that first possession of the second half and took it right down the field. And now as we come out here, it's going to be a first and ten. The ball is at the seven-yard line. They'll go back with Taj in the backfield with two wideouts to the right side. Taj gets the handoff. Penalty flags down as Taj brings the ball out across the ten to the 11-yard line. But again, penalty flags are down. In fact, a couple of them are down on the far side of the field. Hastings College in Jamestown battling here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference from the Osborne Sports Complex in Hastings here this afternoon. Penalty is going to go on the Broncos. Illegal formation. More than four players in the backfield. Penalty is happening. All right, an illegal formation on uh, Hastings College. We got to get Mr. Official's microphone fixed down there. Good thing the year's about over. He can trash that one out and get a new one. <laughs> that ain't working very well. Right, 4.56 to play here in the third quarter. Jamestown has come to town. They've got the lead over Hastings, 34-25. Broncos have now won their last home game of the season for a couple of years. In fact, 2015, we picked up a win in our, our closer here on the, the home conference schedule. That's when we beat Dort. There's a handoff now to uh, Taj, and Taj is fighting for some running room. We're backed up here inside our own five-yard line, so Taj is trying to give us some breathing room there as he brings them all out to about the four-yard line. Tackle made in there by Cedric Terry, the uh, quarterback for uh, Jamestown, the junior out of Minneapolis. So now Hastings looking at second down after the penalty. It's second down and 14 yards to go. They are backed up here. They got the ball on their own four-yard line. 
Can't do a whole lot down here. He sees a couple of wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Jackson looks that way. Look out. Jackson in the end zone has to get out of there. Now he does. A pass is caught here at the 15-yard line. That's Jordan Johnson across the 20, out to the 24, and a penalty flag comes flying in. So Jackson was in trouble. Finally found Jordan Johnson. Finally brought down by Purnell, but we got a penalty flag down just as a Jordan Johnson went down. He wouldn't have had enough for a first down if this play stands. I think it would be good for about an 18-yard gain if it does hold up. The officials, again, are going to make the call here to the near side. There's no foul on the play. The blocking question was from the side. The result of the play, first down. Oh, very nice explanation. All right, so Hastings will get a first down. The result of the play, so a completed pass to Jordan Johnson. will go in the books here. Three minutes and 53 seconds to play in the third quarter. 34-25, Jamestown with a lead over Hastings, but the Broncos have moved the ball out from the shadows of their own goal post out here to the 24-yard line. Breaking loose, there is Taj. He's at the 40, 45, 50, and he's run out of bounds. Run out of bounds here by... Morgan Borland, one of the linebackers. So Taj Willingham getting loose there. They're going to spot the football at the 49-yard line of Hastings. So the Broncos have moved about here to the uh, midfield stripe here. And now we're going to go with a couple of running backs in the backfield again. Tyree Neesmith and also Taj. There's a handoff to Neesmith. Breaks outside down the sideline. 35-30, 25 15-10, 5-touchdown. Bam! Just like that, 51 yards. Tyree Neesmith takes it into the house for Hastings. It's 34-31, Jimmy's. For Neesmith, his second, or excuse me, seventh, sixth touchdown of the season. Wow, can he kick the Jets on? He got around the corner. He had one guy to beat. That was the defensive end for Jamestown. And once he got around him, then it was just Jordan Johnson and his defender. But Johnson did a great job just sprinting downfield, taking his defender with him. 51-yard, Neesmith sprint to the goal line. All right, here comes the Stogs into the ball game for the PAT. It is up there, and the PAT is through the pipes. Point after touchdown is good. That was How's that for a drive? 98 yards for Hastings. So we got three minutes and 11 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Jamestown 34, Hastings 32. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Once well, officially going to be a four-play, 93-yard drive, but Hastings had a penalty in there. So we were backed up to the two-yard line. That was a nice, long time. Well, it wasn't too time-consuming no. there. As Hastings stuck it in the end zone with 3.11 left. So now it's 34-32. Here comes the run-up and the boot. Giles grabs the ball at the 18. 
Back to the 20, 25, 30, out to the 31 or 32-yard line. So when you're a coach and you go in at halftime, I know there's always adjustments being made. But you run the football for 44 yards in the first half. Here in the third quarter, you've run it for 148 yards. You've got one guy at 102, that's Neesmith, and you got Taj now with 92 yards. All of a sudden, our offensive line can open up some holes. I don't know. You can ask that question later. I, I might ask what, what, what was said at halftime because what a vast improvement, but we're a long ways from home. Broncos still trail by two. There's uh, Giles with the ball on a uh, sweep to the far side, a jet sweep, and the Broncos over there defensively knocking him down. That's Austin Brenning over there to lead the charges for the Bronco D. They're going to give him a pickup of a yard on the play or a couple of yards. They bring it up here to the 34-yard line. Two minutes and 44 seconds to play in the third quarter is now the Jimmies with the lead over Hastings, 34-32. James Sound walks up to the line of scrimmage. Tight formation this time. Jordan Mann waiting for the snap. He's got it. Stands, wants to throw it down the left sideline off of his back foot. Nice catch made over there and out of bounds. Yeah, they said he was out. He was on the paint when he brought the football in, but what a great catch anyway. That was Hatch. That was Hatch coming out of the backfield, grabbing that ball for Jamestown, but he was out of bounds. So now it's third down. Oh, a big play here for the Bronco D. Third down, eight yards to go. Jamestown with the ball on their own 34-yard line. Jimmy's will send three wide receivers out to the right side. Man, will have a tight end lined up to the left side of the formation. Man wants to throw. He's under pressure. Man fires the ball, and that's oh, nowhere. He got drilled. Austin Bredding. Wow. Wow, that was a shot that man took. He was able to get up, but holy Moses, that might have been the hardest hit Bredding's had all season long. That's probably why his pass was so errant, because there was not a man around for, no. for Jamestown, and now the Jimmies will have to punt the football away. So now it's 34-32 with two minutes and 11 seconds to play here in the third quarter, and Hastings is going to get the ball back here. Isaac Miles is the punter. Averages 34.7 yards per kick. The Broncos going after the block. They can't get there. Ball bounces to the 28-yard line on the far side, and it's going to be down at about the 26. That's where Hastings College will start this drive from their own 26-yard line. And now the Broncos, who have had some success running the football in the second half, has got the ball back here. Tyree Neesmith going uh, 51 yards on the last series, and now we're going to have both Neesmith and uh, Willingham in the backfield again. They've used that a lot here in the second half. So both running backs will be in the backfield. Johnson will be your wide receiver split out to the right side of the formation with two wide outs to the left. Hastings with two minutes to play in the third quarter, trailing the Jimmies by a deuce, 34-32. Here's Jackson handing the ball away. Taj Willingham brings it to the near side. Outside the numbers, penalty flag down as Taj goes down at the 30. It's going to be a, be a holding call on Hastings here. So the officials are throwing the hanky down here. 
And another Jamestown guy is down at the 25-yard line. Well, check out the uh, penalty flag. That's uh, Borland who is down. Morgan Borland, the linebacker for Jamestown, is down at the 25-yard line as the training staff comes Locking out. Back, number 12, offense, 10-yard penalty. So block in the back there on Hastings is going to go on uh, Calvin Lindcook. That's going to cost him 10 yards. They come out to pick up Borland off of the turf. He's going to have to sit out at least to play as he walks to the far sideline. A minute and 51 seconds to play here in the third quarter from the Osborne Sports Complex in Hastings here this afternoon. Entertaining game so far. The Jimmies have got the lead over Hastings. The score is 34-32. Broncos have it down in their own territory down here. At about the 17-yard line. Taj and uh, Neesmith both in the backfield now with Isaiah Jackson. They fake the ball to Neesmith. They throw it down the left sideline. It's caught by Johnson at the 50, and he's out of bounds. Jordan Johnson gets the reception. All the phone. Penalty flags are down. This one might be coming back. So Hastings goes with a nice play down the near sideline, but again, a penalty flag is down. Back on field on the Broncos walking back in their own territory. So a penalty flag is down right at the 21-yard line. Ineligible downfield, number 55, offense, five-yard penalty. Hastings downfield, Frank Vieira, the center. Is a downfield. What was he thinking? Because uh, that play didn't take that long to to develop and throw the ball downfield. Or watch the replay here in the uh, booth, and that was the case. Yeah, that's Frank Vieira evidently uh, took off for some reason. He wasn't going to catch up with Jordan Johnson. The bad thing is, if Johnson gets his uh, body squared around, he could take that to the house. He ended up going out of bounds, but it was all for now with the penalty. Here's Jackson. He's going to throw the ball in the center of the field there, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to Xavier McGuire in the center of the field there, and that one was overthrown. And now Hastings looking at second down and 24 yards to go. Ball is back here to the 12-yard line. Hastings working from our right to our left, south and north here in this third quarter of play. So each team has scored on their only possession of the second half so far. Hastings with the ball now for the second time. Backed up in their own territory and second down and 24 yards to go. Isaiah Jackson winning for the snap. They hand it away. That's going to be Taj, and Taj on a second and 24 picks up two yards. That's going to bring up a third down situation. John Sullivan... The freshman from Sundance, Wyoming, makes the uh, stop there for the Jamestown defense. And now Hastings looking at third down. Third down at about 22 yards to go. Backed up in their own territory with under a minute to play in the third quarter. Jamestown with the lead, 34-32. Jackson wants to throw. Penalty flags down. Jackson goes down at the 12-yard line. Going to be holding on Hastings again. They're going to get get our uh, yeah right tackle over there. Going to get him for holding. Patrick Hudson guilty of the hold. Zach Phillips 
is going to be credited with a sack there for the Jamestown Jimmies. That would be the third sack of the season for Zach Phillips. That was a good defensive stand there by the Jamestown Jimmies, and now Hastings will have to punt, and Jamestown will get good field position here with 40 seconds to play in the third quarter. Jamestown out on top, 34-32. Alan Hastings comes up with a good stop defensively, gets the football back with a lot of momentum, and just not able to do anything with it. And then untimely penalties. Yet again, Jamestown going to get good field position. Here's uh, Stoggs into the football. Good kick. Giles signals for the fair catch. He makes it back here at the uh, 45-yard line. That was Barry Williams. Barry Williams back deep that time for Jamestown. But the Jimmies will have good field position. First down and 10 right at the Hastings College 45. And in college football this afternoon, it was Ohio State beating Nebraska by the score of 36-31. to Huskers return home next Saturday to face Illinois. So Jamestown will start this drive in Hastings College territory as they keep the ball on the ground, fighting for some uh, running room there right in the center of the field and uh, doing a good job as Alan Jevening Jeffing takes the ball down to the 37-yard line of Hastings. So give him a pickup of eight yards on the play, and that's going to be the end of the third quarter. Third quarter in the books here this afternoon. We go to the fourth and final quarter. The Jimmies have got the lead. Jamestown 34, Hastings 32. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelly Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, we start the fourth quarter of play. The Jimmies out on top of the Broncos here this afternoon, 34-32. Jamestown runs a running play there. Alan Jevening gets the call. And now the Jimmies will be looking at a third down in the yard. Starting this fourth quarter, they get the ball to Hastings College, 36. Jimmies trying to convert here to continue this drive. Wide receiver comes to the near side. The backs are stacked up in the eye formation here. Man wants to throw for it. Rolls right. He's under pressure. Man now fires the ball. It's going to be knocked down at the Hastings College 29. Knocked down by Hastings. Incomplete pass. And now the Jimmy's looking at fourth down in the yard. Another guy down for Jamestown. I believe that was the intended receiver. That trainer is getting a lot of miles logged in coming from the sidelines out to deal with the injured players. Stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. 
Go to Hastings.edu for more information. 765. Okay. 765. Total yardage between the two football teams so far in this ball game. We told you it was entertaining, and it has been as expected. For the Broncos in the game, uh, Isaiah Jackson, 12 of 18, 199 yards. He's thrown two touchdowns. The Broncos have rushed for 194, so 393 of total offense. 15 first downs for Hastings in the game. For the Jimmies of Jamestown, their quarterback, Jordan Mann, is 12 of 27, 169, two touchdowns. They've rushed it 41 times for 203, so 372 of total offense, 26 first downs for Jamestown in the ballgame. Jevening, 17 carries and 86 yards for the Jimmies leading the way for Hastings. Is Neesmith, 7 carries, 102 yards. And Jamestown will go for it on fourth and about a yard. Garrett Mitchell was the injured player for Jamestown. He had to be helped off of the field. So a big call here, fourth down in a yard. Watch the fullback get in behind uh, Man, the quarterback. 36-yard line. That's going to be the case. Man goes straight ahead. He breaks loose. Man to the 25, to the 20, down to the 15. He bounces his way down to the 13-yard line. He called it, Jimmy. He called it. Man, he got loose as they just uh, bowl him into the offensive line there. Fullback pushes him ahead now. Man squirts loose. He takes the ball all the way down to the Hastings College 14-yard line. That should never happen. Hastings had eight guys in the box right there. That's just uh, sloppy tackling as the fullback got man through there. 21 yards later, they got it in the red zone at the 14 with 13.50 left to go in the game. Man hands the ball away. One missed tackle, two missed tackles, oh driving my. across the 10, across the 5, across the 2-yard line, and all the way down to the 1-yard line. It's Allen Jevning. Couple of missed tackles, and Jevening just does a good job, Jimmy, just keeping the pile moving, and they move it all the way down to the uh, one or two yard line before he is stopped down there. Yeah, just a big soccer scrum down there as Jevening just kept his legs moving. He had some offensive linemen assisting, but again, Hastings cannot bring a guy down. Boy, we have seen several games this season with poor tackling by the Bronco defense, and that's been the case here in the last couple of uh, plays. And Jamestown looks at a first and goal from uh, just inside the one-yard line. Jevening now with uh, 18 carries, 100 yards. Jamestown will be in the I formation. That big fullback in there right behind man. And that's uh, the same play as man is going to power the ball into the end zone for the score. Boy, they do that. They've uh, went for fourth down a couple of different times here today, but that's what they do. They get that big fullback in there, and as soon as it's snap, now we've got jawing going on, and penalty flags are all over in the end zone once they sort this out. But, yeah, the fullback just gets up, just puts his hands right around the waist of man, the quarterback, and says, here we go. Hang on, bud. I'm a snow. I'm a bulldozer, and he does a great job. And uh, the official still sorting this unsportsmanlike call, I would imagine. I don't know why more teams don't do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, why why that shouldn't be a penalty of some sort, but I can't come up well, with anything. I, I, obviously, uh, they've done it several times, and they've gotten they've gone for it on fourth down. I was going to look here. We'll get them on the official numbers here at the end of the ballgame. Unsportsmanlike conduct, number 60 of the offense. That penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. Untimed down for the try. All right, they have a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct call on James Newman of uh, Jamestown. So the, the 
touchdown is going to stand. It's going to be a one-yard run by uh, Jordan Mann, the quarterback. Here comes the PAT coming up there now with 13 minutes and 21 seconds to play. The PAT is good. So Jamestown comes up with a uh, big touchdown. That drive there was five plays and 63 yards. Jamestown scores on a one-yard run from Jordan Mann. 13 minutes and 21 seconds to play in the football game. It is Jamestown 41, Hastings 32. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. All right, Doan is beating Dakota Wesleyan today by a score of 30-3. to Hastings will play at Dakota Wesleyan to wrap up their season next Saturday. 12 o'clock noon will be the pregame show, 1 o'clock for the kickoff next week. Remember the last time we went up to uh, Mitchell, we got, we got rained out. And we had to go to uh, Vermilion to play in the in the dome on a Sunday. You know what the early forecast is for Don't South Dakota me. area? Don't tell me. Uh-huh. Here comes the run up on the boot. They pick it up on the hop after that uh, penalty. They pick it up on the hop at the 30, back to the 35 to the 40. 45 and run out of bounces at Tosh Willingham. So they had the 15-yard penalty on the Jamestown. That was a... Uh, Obviously, a shortened kick there as Taj picks it up on the hop and brings her back out here. They're going to say he went out of bounds at the 48 of Hastings. So the Broncos with good position. But now Hastings finds himself down by nine points with 13 minutes to play in the ballgame. As much time as, as Jamestown is taking out for the clock when they have the ball, Hastings might not have a whole lot of chances back here with the. Uh, down by two scores, Jackson is going to run the quarterback keeper around the left end, and he slides down as he tries to make a cut at the 48, so no gain in the play, second and 10. So I wanted to go back to this weather forecast. Uh, it was rain last year that uh, through the... Oh, we might have something in. different, huh? Yeah, say the white stuff. i seen a snow icon for the Mitchell area for next weekend, so... Right. I, I kind of figured the last game of the season, we haven't seen uh, any snow yet. No. Second down and officially 11 yards to go. Here's a Taj with the ball. He gets the yard back and then some. It brings it to the 49-yard line. Caleb Ellingson into the stop there for the Jamestown defense. But Hastings has run two plays now. It's third down and eight yards to go. Exactly. Two plays and just two positive yards as we're looking at a third and long. Letting precious time tick off this clock because Jamestown will run some time off this clock. We need two scores to get back uh, in the lead of this ball game, and uh, we've not been very good on third downs. Third down and eight yards to go. Jackson fires the ball. It's incomplete. A quick three plays and out, and he seems we'll have to punt the football away. And we have not had an answer for Jamestown's offense. Now Tony might be thinking we might have to go for it here. Twelve minutes to play. In the fourth quarter, Hastings with the ball 
It's right in between the 49 and the 50-yard line. The Broncos need two scores, and we mentioned Jamestown using up a lot of time when they get the ball. And Tony might be thinking about going for this. We're down to 12 seconds on the play clock, and now Hastings will go for it. Fourth down, eight yards to go with the ball in between the 49 and 50, and now Tony burns a timeout. So Hastings looked like they were going to go for it, and Tony might have second thoughts here. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 12 minutes to play in the game. It's Jamestown 41, Hastings 32. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hey, so you go for it here in fourth down and eight. There's a pass to the far sideline. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted or is it knocked down? I think, I think it's knocked, knocked down, down over there. Knocked down at the 42-yard line. So the pass is incomplete. Hastings rolls the dice here on fourth down and eight yards to go. And the ball is knocked down right in front of the uh, Jimmy's bench. Trying to get it to Martinez on the uh, far sidelines over there. And again, that ball just hung in the air entirely too long. So Jamestown takes over at the 50-yard line. We have not been able to stop them all day long. Cedric Terry was the guy to uh, knock it down over there for Jamestown. So now the Jimmys have the ball and a nine-point lead. Running with a football there is going to be Hatch as he bounces his way across the 45 down to the Hastings College 41. Think of nine yards in a play for Jimmy Hatch. So Jamestown, a team that is one and six in the conference, two and seven. Overall, they've got wins over Valley City State and Briar Clough. And they're looking to add one here. Hastings has beaten Jamestown the last two years. 41 to 32 is the score here. Jamestown with the lead. Hatch gets the call. Hatch is chopped down as he brings it across to 40, but he should have enough for a first down. Cornelius Barber is the guy to uh, bring him down there for Hastings. Barber, the senior out of Pureland, Texas, he's going to have enough for a first down as they mark it right at the 40 yard line. Well, we mentioned Jamestown uses a lot of time off the clock when they have the ball. They're not in any hurry to snap the ball. We're under 11 minutes to play, and Jamestown has got a two-score lead over Hastings, 41-32. Inside handoff to Hatch again. Hatch at the 35 to the 30-25 down to the Bronco 20-yard line. Tackle is made by Tyler Kennedy and Darren Scott for Hastings College downfield, but Jimmy Hatch, the running back out of Sacramento, California, just weaves his way. Up the field there, Jimmy. He takes the ball all the way down to the Hastings 23-yard line. 13 carries now and 68 yards for Hatch in the ball game, and he just gets loose in the secondary. Again, it's just like he's covered in grease. We cannot get a hold of these running backs for Jamestown. Poor tackling by the Bronco defense. First down and 10 for the Jimmies. 
They fake the handoff. Now they give it away, busting through there across the 15. Down to the uh, 10-yard line. Carrying the ball there was uh, Tanner Matherin, who's into the ball game. Now a sophomore running back. And now we got a penalty flag down or do we? Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah, going to go on Jamestown. It's going to come back. Holding. Now Mr. Microphone's official has completely went kaput. So that's going to be a holding call on the Jimmies. They'll mark this one back upfield. They'll bring the ball to the 31-yard line. So the Jimmies will be looking at a first down. Anthony Vereen, I think, is the guy guilty of the foul. Number 76, the left tackle. They bring the ball out to the 31-yard line. It was first down and 20 yards to go. Down to 10 minutes and 10 seconds to play in the game. The Jimmies have a nine-point lead. They hand the ball away to Hatch. And Hatch is going to be hitting down he goes after a yard or so gain. So not much there. Tackle is made by Barber again for the Hastings College D. So now it's going to bring up a second down situation here for the Jimmies. Second down and long. They got a two-score lead. They're just uh, content with watching that time kick away in the end zone. We're down to nine minutes and 40 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Well, you watch them get up here, and the man's got a clear clear, uh, clear sight to the play clock down there in the end zone. Man is going to hand the ball away again. Now he fakes it. He pulls it back out. He's across the 25 to the 20 to the 15-yard line and spilled down there at the uh, 15. They're in Scott downfield, but that was a nice fake by uh, Jordan Mann. He pulls her out and takes the ball upfield himself down to the 15-yard line. And now the Jimmies have a very manageable situation here. Third down and five yards to go. And he picks up 14 on that play. Ostendorf had a chance to get him. But again, just it's unbelievable the tackling today. We've seen 14-yard gain, another first, uh, actually a third down call here, but a nice gain there by Mann, the quarterback. Mann has got the ball. Now he rolls right. He throws the ball. and That's going to be uh, delivered short. Giles was the intended receiver. It's incomplete. And now it's fourth down. So now we'll see what uh, Coach wants to do here. He's going to call a uh, timeout to uh, discuss things here with eight minutes and 46 seconds to play. Fourth down, five yards to go. Ball is at the Hastings College 16. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next time out to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park and West 2nd Street in Hastings. 8.46 to play. We'll take a break. Jamestown 41, Hastings 32. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone. So it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Right, fourth down here. Fourth down for Jamestown. They're going to go for it. Man wants to throw it. He is hit as he throws. It's going to be uh, out of bounds. 
Murray had a play in the ball for Hastings, but couldn't come down with it. So Hastings holds Jamestown with a 41-32 lead. Passes up a potential field goal right there. They go for it on fourth down. Now Hastings has got the ball. They'll have to drive the length of the field. 8.38 to play, and the Broncos are down by a couple of scores. Just watching the play on replay. The uh, receiver actually went out of the back of the end zone there, and uh, the, but the ball was uh, overthrown by quite a way. So Hastings is going to have to work very quick here. 8.38 left to go. They trail by nine. Keep the ball on the ground here as they uh, run the football with the Taj. They start off at the 16-yard line to bring it close to the 19. So, big above three yards in a play. We're going to need more than that. Eight yeah. minutes and 20 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Clock is running, and the Broncos are down in this ball game, 41 to 32. We run it for 150 yards in just the third quarter, but yeah, we're going to need to get the football downfield as quick as we can. We got to get a couple possessions yet in this football game. Jackson is uh, waiting for the snap here for Hastings. Two wide receivers to the left side. They keep the ball on the ground, and that's uh, Taj with the ball. He gets it maybe to the 20-yard line, so we've run two plays. We net three yards, and it's tick, 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 tick away. 7.45 to play here in the game. The Broncos trailing 41-32. to And you got to think you're in four-down territory here. It's a... Game clock's going to be down around the 725 mark when we uh, take this snap. Third down and about five yards to go. They're going to give him the 21 and a half yard line. Taj now goes in motion on the far side. Jackson stands in a pocket. He fires the ball. It's going to be juggled, caught out here at the 35 yard line. Nice reception made there. Calvin Lincook gets the reception. Caleb Ellingson in on the stop for the Jamestown Jimmies. That is a first down for the Broncos out here at the 34-yard line. 213 yards now for Jackson in the ball game, and for uh, Calvin Lynn Cook, second catch and 47 yards. That was a 14-yard game, first down. Seven minutes to go in the football game. Jackson fires the ball again. That was going to be caught. By a McIntyre, but a uh, short gain as they bring the ball out to about the 37 or 38 yard line. Terrence McIntyre makes the reception of the ball there. McIntyre, the freshman out of San Diego. So give him four yards on the reception. Second down and six yards to go. Ball is brought back out to the 38 yard line. Hastings moving from our left to our right. Jackson play action pass. Throws it here. Johnson grabs the ball at the 40 and then he's decked and a penalty flag is down. Two penalty flags are down. That might be a targeting call. Yep. Hit him up around the headgear right here with his family right down in front of us. And uh, Dad, Dad called her out. Dad called her out. We'll get the ruling here in just a minute. But a nice throw and a catch there by Johnson. Bishery Stewart is the guy who I think is going to be guilty of the foul here as the officials are going to confer at the 32-yard line. Be an 18-yard gain, and then if the penalty goes that way, they'll tack on more to the to the play. So now what are they doing here? Bushel's walking around. They've already had a meeting. Now they're scattered all over the place. Officials got the ball in hand. Waiting for the call from the, the white cap here. Personal. Yeah, 
Davis are thrown out of the game. So Stewart thrown out of the game. A targeting call there. We didn't get the official explanation from uh, Mr. Official, but Stewart is going to have to leave the field, and he's not happy about it as he heads to the far sideline. So a big-time hit on uh, Jordan Johnson. Stewart will now go to the uh, far sideline. I think he's got to go back to the uh, locker room, too. Yeah, the coach has got to take him, though. They're working on it. So he's going to have to come off of the field and head to the uh, locker room on the far end. This comes with six minutes and 26 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. 41 to 32 is the score. Hastings is trailing in the ball game, but the Broncos trying to come back here as Stewart makes his way off of the field now for the Jimmies. He'll go to the locker room down here in the far end. He's got a long way to walk. Here's Jackson. He wants to throw the ball. He takes his shot. That's going to be overthrown. Lynn Cook was not on the same page there. He made a cut toward the center of the field, and that ball was thrown toward the sideline. Incomplete pass. Second down and 10 yards to go. Six minutes and 14 seconds to play. Here in the fourth quarter, it's 41-32. Jamestown has got to lead. Stewart is uh, just now making his way where he's got the locker room in sight down there. Being ejected from the ball game for a targeting call. Hastings looking at second down and 10 from the 24. Jackson wants to throw the ball again. And in the end zone, Jordan Johnson was the guy down there. The pass was overthrown. Officials taking some heat there. There's a lot of uh, hand checking down there with uh, Jordan Johnson. Pass incomplete. Announced third down and ten. Had their hands on Johnson. You'll see the replay here. They, he was everything but uh, stealing his wallet there on that play. No call. Third down. Third to ten. Ball at the twenty-four. Broncos need to make something happen here quickly. Six oh eight left to go in the ball game. Hastings down by a couple of scores. Forty-one thirty-two. Jamestown with the lead over Hastings here this afternoon. Jackson with the ball, swings it out here. Neesmith with the ball, plenty of room, 25-20, 15, 10-5, touchdown. Just like that, Tyree Neesmith takes it in from 24 yards out for the Broncos. A little swing pass. Nobody out here for the Jamestown defense. Neesmith takes it into the end zone. That is now 41-38, Jamestown. That kid is slick. He is going to be something for Hastings College in years to come. Just a freshman as he takes that swing pass. Had two defenders out there, and he made both of them miss. Just a great run. 24-yard touchdown pass. The Broncos needed one badly. Here comes the uh, point after touchdown. Ball is down. That one was oh uh, partially my. deflected, but it goes through the pipes. It is good. So the PAT is good for Stoggle. And now with six minutes and one second to play here in the fourth quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Jamestown 41, Hastings 39. 
All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 KHAS. So the Broncos score here. Eight plays and 84 yards. Six minutes and one second to play. It's 41-39. Jimmy's. Onside kick. Nope. Nope. Kick it away. Stoggs has had trouble getting it very deep here today. He'll be kicking uh, with some wind at his back as we see the flags kind of lightly moving out of the, the north here. 6-0-1 left to go in the ball game. What a shootout this has become. 41-39, Jamestown with the lead. And Stoggs is prepared to get into the football. He is end-over-end kick. It's going to come down here to the uh, four-yard line. They signal for the third catch. So it's the college football rule of bringing like a touchback here. So Jamestown will get the football at the uh, 25-yard line. Well, we'll see if the Hastings College defense has an answer for the Jamestown offense. It has been very poor tackling today by Hastings College defensively, but the Broncos are going to have to come up with a stop. And fairly quickly, Jamestown doing a very good job this second half of just taking all kinds of time off the uh, the clock. Hastings with two timeouts left. Jamestown with two. Yeah, they about need a stop here in a three and out, Jimmy. I think we got a, a good chance to maybe stick one in there. 41-39, to 39. there's a, a handoff there. It's going to go straight ahead to Jevning, who's into the ball game. Tackle is made by Wesley Jardim. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS Hastings. Also on the Raven, 103.1 up in uh, Jamestown, joining us for the uh, broadcast here this afternoon. Folks are missing a, a good ball game. Folks that didn't come down from Jamestown today. Five and a half minutes to go. 41-39, Jimmy's have the lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. Pick up a four in that last play, second down, six yards to go. Line of scrimmage now the 29-yard line of Jamestown. Man hands the ball away again to uh, Jevening, breaks loose across the 30, still on his feet, 33-34 yard line. Now Jamestown looking at a third down situation. Third down and two yards to go just by the five-minute mark. Anthony Murray credited with a lost stop. They're going to actually put the football down here at the 33-yard line. So they've got a two four yards to go here. Third down and two yards to go. Just perfect for their fullback. Yeah. You watch this. Is there he, he is. Yep, he's, he's into in the, the ball game. Yep, he's into the game. Watch that play, guys. Should be a quarterback sneak. And he'll get right in behind him. Look at Hastings crowd the line of scrimmage. Man up under the center. Nope, he's going to hand the ball away. Jevening is going to get the call. And he did not get there. Did not get there. Boy, they give him a tremendous spot, though. Look at him running in. I still don't think it's going to be enough. He needed two full yards, and I think they're about a half a yard short. Yeah, the ball is placed down between the 34 and the 35-yard line. They're going to make the 35 and now, if you're Jamestown, what wow. do you do here? Four minutes to go. 
Tell you what, yeah, this is a big decision. It looks like Jamestown's going to line up to go for it. This is a huge call. Yeah, this is a ball game right Jamestown here. Jamestown has not been able to stop the Hastings offense. It's just been a, a shootout. And there's that fullback. Look at him move right in there behind him. That's what's going to happen. Here comes the play. Fourth down, and that's going to be the call, and that, it's going to be a first down. That's going to be a first down. They use that play in short yardage situations. Hastings unable to stop it. And on a fourth and one, Jamestown in their own territory at the 34-yard line picks up enough for a first down as they move it out here to the 38. I just watched I, I, I think if I was on a rules committee someplace, I'd, I'd figure out something there to call that an illegal play. I, you know, I obviously it's legal yep. because Tony hadn't said anything oh, yeah. all, all game long, but uh, they do it so well. Why more teams don't do it? It's yeah, it, uh, pretty, I don't know why every team smart. in the nation don't you, use that play. You, you get a big fullback in behind there, and he just gets a hold of him. He just uh, pushes man the quarterback, and uh, they've been successful on every fourth down call here today. They've gotten every one of them. That was a three-yard gain up to the 38-yard line. Down to three minutes and 17 seconds to play. Now Hastings really looking for a turnover or something here. That's going to be a jebning with the carry there, but... They're using up all the play clock. We're by the three-minute mark now. Jamestown is just standing in the huddle at the 39-yard line as the line of scrimmage. Down to two minutes and 53 seconds to go. Hastings still with a couple of timeouts left. The Broncos are down by two points, 41-39. Boy, and when do you use them? Because there's still 12 seconds left on the play clock. They're going to use all of that. Yeah, they're going to use everything. The, the game clock down to 235. Yeah, man just waiting at the line of scrimmage. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. He snaps the ball, and he hands it away. And the Broncos will stop it here. Now you got to Tony, call the timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tony, Tony yeah. calls the timeout. 226 left in the clock. That play was a stop right at the line of scrimmage. So now... Another third down call. They can't use that play now, Jimmy, because it's third down. It's going to be third down and nine. The ball is going to be at the 39-yard line. That's the Jamestown 39. So it's third and nine. And Hastings still with one timeout remaining. Jamestown has got two. The Broncos are trailing by two points here in the ball game. So a field goal one if we can get the ball back. Still got to come up with a uh, with a stop on third down here. And if it's a fourth and short, we already see what Josh Kittle will do. He doesn't want to give the football back to Hastings by any means, whether it be uh, giving it up on downs or, or punting the football away because his defense has to stop Hastings either. But both defenses have not been very good here. Both teams huddled up on the field. We'll see what uh, what happens here on a third and long. Yeah, this might be uh, four down territory. Yeah. Even if they, they try an incomplete pass here. Well, they do that little fullback uh, quarterback deal. They pick up three, four, five yards. Well, they had a 21-yard gain down here on the prior drive, so that won't be the play here. It's going to be, uh, looks like Jevening in the backfield along with the quarterback Jordan Mann here on this third and long. couple of wide receivers to the near side of the field, one to the far side, third down and nine here for the Jimmies. James Hound with the ball on their own 39-yard line, two minutes and 26 seconds to play in the game. Broncos down by two points here. Man wants to throw, steps up, a pass is caught. Big, big reception there down at the Hastings College 45-yard line. That'll just about do her. Wow. 
Barry Williams on the reception. Yep, Barry Williams makes the reception right between the two hash marks down here at the Hastings College 44-yard line. They convert on third down and nine. And now, look, we're going to be under two minutes to play when we snap the ball. That'll just about solder away. 16 on the game. They just needed nine. And a great slant pattern run there by the receiver. Man hit him uh, in stride. It'll be first and 10 at the 45-yard line. And now they're going to keep the ball on the ground here as they hand it away right in the center of the field. The Broncos can only stop the clock one more time here as they pick up yardage from the 44 down to the 40-yard line. Uh, pick up four yards on the play. Jamestown will finish off the regular season next week with a game against Morningside. Hastings College, they will be on the road next week as they finish off their regular season in South Dakota against the Dakota Westland. That'll be up in Mitchell. Second down and six yards to go. We're down to a minute and 20 seconds to go. Here in this football game, Jamestown has led it most of the way here this afternoon. Inside handoff again as they will just uh, roll the clock here against the uh, Broncos. Tackle is made in there by uh, Wesley Jardim. I think Hastings is going to burn their final timeout here. That's going to be the case. Hastings will use the timeout with a minute and seven seconds to play. The timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 107 to play in the game. Jamestown 41, Hastings 39. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, 67 seconds to play in the game. The Jimmies have the lead over the Broncos, 41-39. There's Mann. He wants to throw the football. He backs up. He throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. That was an interesting call there on the third down and six yards to go. Now you got fourth down at about six. It's probably too, too long of a play to run that little quarterback keeper with the fullback off his rear end. Yeah, and you can't go for a field goal. Well, you're trying to throw a, a ball downfield. I, and man just kind of threw it up there. Yeah, that Austin was not a very good pass at Austin, all. Austin Breading was in his grill. Now we're going to have a timeout, Jamestown. Yeah, now the Jimmy's going to discuss what to do here. We've got a minute and one seconds to go. So that actually stops the clock. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching my head here. What were they well, What were they going for there? They've been pretty successful running the football all day long. Why you wouldn't run it on third down? We were out of very, timeouts. Make it a very manageable fourth down call. They line up, go for it, and salt the game away. And Now they throw it, stops the clock. That, in essence, gives Hastings a free timeout Ex- right there. Exactly. Sure does. So now with a minute and one left on the clock, it's fourth down and six. 
The ball is sitting at the 40-yard line of Hastings. It's a two-point ball game. Jamestown leading 41-39. So if they go for it and Hastings stops them here, all we need is a field goal to uh, win this thing. But they're going to send the punt team out and try to pin the Broncos back deep. That's probably the right decision here. I'll, I'll agree with that. Murray, so your punter comes in. Murray will drop back deep for Hastings. Miles is your punter. He's going to stand at the 46-yard line of Jamestown with 61 ticks left. Good snap. Hastings can't get to it. It's going to bounce to the 10, bounces to the 5, oh and my. they keep the ball at down the there at the 1-yard line. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Great snap back to the punter, and he got just a low little spiral off. He knew exactly what he wanted to do, and that ball landed about the 10-yard line, and Murray did what he needed to do, get out of the way of the football. Yeah, it lands at about the 13, and a guy down there at the 1-yard line, Broncos, 99 yards away, we don't need all of it, but we need a big majority of this Lloyd Wilson field turf. That was Grizz. Grizz? Yep, Grizz was down there to... Great, uh, great play, Grizz. Swat the ball back at the uh, one-yard line. So now Jackson stands in the uh, pocket. He throws the ball. His pass is deflected. Deflected, trying to get it over here to Anthony Martinez, but the ball was uh, deflected. So now there's 47 seconds to play. Hastings with the ball right in between the one and two yard line. That's their own one or two yard line, and they need a field goal. They need a field goal to a winner down here. Isaiah Jackson is in the end zone here. The Broncos have no timeouts left. Jackson fires the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it over there to the far side. Intended receiver was McGuire for Hastings. So now it's third down and 10 yards to go. Broncos with the ball on their own one-and-a-half-yard line. Last two passes haven't even been close. They've been low down around the shoe tops, and now a tough third-down call. Obviously, four-down territory, but wow. So now uh, Jackson is going to stand again in the end zone. He surveys the field, and he throws it in the middle. It's going to be caught there by Lynn Cook at the 20. He's at the 25 to the 30. He's out to the 32-yard line. That was a McIntyre. McIntyre, not Lynn Cook. And now the Broncos quickly up to the line of scrimmage with 33 seconds to play. 26 Eight. on the game. 41 to 39 is the score. Jamestown has got the lead. Jackson again fires the ball down the left sideline. It is caught. A reception is made at the 50. Is he inbounds? He is not. Oh, boy. That was close on the far sideline. We'll watch it on the uh, replay, and he's out of bounds. That's going to be Xavier McGuire. McGuire nearly comes up with that catch. Stops the clock with 22 seconds to play. 41-39. He sings with the ball. Their own 32-yard line, Jackson in the pocket, throws it far side. That one is high. Jordan Johnson, the intended receiver. Jackson knocked down, gets off of the turf here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings needing to work themselves in the field goal range. Stoggs does not have a lot of range. Stoggs is warming up, though, down here. He'd like to get a chance, 18 seconds to go. Hastings trailing 41-39, and now it's third down and 10. 
Ball's at the Hastings 32-yard line. Jackson with three wide receivers out to the right side. He's got this snap. He throws the ball down the right side. Some pushing and shoving. Penalty flags are down. Penalty flags are down back here at the 30-yard line. And Terrence McIntyre run right into the defender. It can't be on him. It's going to be right around the 31 or 32-yard line. Yeah, Mac- now here comes the here comes the call. Pass interference, number 10, defense. Yeah, them marked us off uh, 15 yards. If that would have been Sunday, Jimmy, yeah, we would have been in position to maybe win this thing. But now there's 11 seconds to go. The ball is at the uh, 47-yard line. Hastings still needing about, uh, wow, what, 25 yards? 30. 30 yards to give Stoggs a legitimate chance. Here's Jackson. Sets up a little screen. Got to get it out of bounds. Taj with the ball at the 45. He gets out of bounds. Now there's only four seconds left. Yeah. Now you've got to go with a, a home run shot here. Chances of the field goal are nil. So now you've got to flood the field and go for a one of those tip passes or what have we concocted? <laughs> hook and ladder. Hook and ladder play or... Some kind of a trick play to get into the end zone. I don't doubt Jackson doesn't have the arm to get it all the way there. Look at the defensive secondary. They're they're 35 yards downfield. Jackson has got the ball. Four-man rush. Here comes the pressure, Ah. and they get to him. Jackson throws the ball. It's caught here at the 45-50. That's going to be Taj with the ball at the 40. Taj into Jimmy territory looking for somebody to... uh, Lateral at two, and he is knocked Nobody down there. the play, and the game is over. And Taj was looking for somebody to lateral the ball because he knew he was in trouble. And he is knocked down on the play at the 40-yard line, and the Jimmies are going to win this football game as we go to the wire here this afternoon. The Jimmies win the game by the score of 41-39. to the great football game here this afternoon. The Jimmies pick up their second conference win of the season. They beat Hastings today by a score of 41 to 39. Back with the final numbers after this. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. 
Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, entertaining ball game here today at the Osborne Sports Complex. The Jamestown Jimmies knock off Hastings College here this afternoon. Final score of 41 to 39. So, Jamestown, they improved to three wins, seven losses on the season. They're now two and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings now two and six in conference play. They're now four and six on the season. Hastings will play at. Uh, Dakota Wesley, and next Saturday, Jamestown will finish things off with the Morningside Mustangs. But a lot of scoring in this uh, football game, a lot of yardage, and Hastings loses this contest by the score of 41-39. Get to the uh, scoring here in the ball game. Jamestown scored first on a 21-yard touchdown pass from Jordan Mann to Barry Williams to make it a 7-0 ball game. They score on their first possession of the ball game. Hastings comes back in their first possession, and they get a 27-yard field goal from Alex Stongle to make it a 7-3 ball game. Alan Jevening then scored the next touchdown for Jamestown on a two-yard run with four minutes to play in the first quarter. It was 14-3. Jamestown had the lead. Hastings comes back and gets a touchdown pass of 31 yards from Isaiah Jackson to Jordan Johnson, the pull within 14 to 10, still in the first quarter. Second period, Jordan Mann throws a touchdown pass to Nick Thompson of 13 yards. Jamestown went out on top 21 to 10. Hastings getting a touchdown from Isaiah Jackson to Terrence McIntyre and a two point conversion. 21 to 18, Jamestown still had the lead. Jordan Mann then uh, scores on a two-yard run with 13 seconds to play in the first half. The point after was blocked. Halftime score was 27-18 to 18 in favor of Jamestown. Hastings scoring in their first possession of the second half on a four-yard run from Taj Willingham. They capped off a 10-play, 76-yard drive. 27-25, Jamestown had the lead. Jimmy scoring. Camping a 14-play, 88-yard drive. They get a two-yard run from Marcus Giles to make it 34-25. Tyree Neesmith then scoring on a 51-yard run for Hastings with three minutes to play in the third quarter. 34-32, Jamestown had the lead. Let's see the Jimmys then scoring on a one-yard run from Jordan Mann to make it 41-32. Hastings getting a 24-yard touchdown pass from Jackson to Neesmith to make it 41-39. That's the way the ball game ends here this afternoon with the Jimmies winning by a couple of points, 41-39. It's almost like doing an eight-man high school game. Yeah, it was a uh, scoring, wasn't it? A lot, a lot of scoring there. Yeah, boy, you're ready. We'll we'll be doing eight-man this week. But, uh, yeah, hard-fought game, a shootout between the two teams, very entertaining for the crowds. Unfortunately, the hometown crowd uh, watched their team go down in defeat in their last home game. 
Your stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For Jamestown, in the ballgame, Jordan Mann's numbers, 13 of 32, 185 yards. Uh, Mann had two touchdowns in the first half of action. Jamestown rushed it 58 times for 300 yards, so 485 of total offense in the ballgame on 90 offensive plays. Jamestown with 34 first downs in the game, and they were hit with 11 penalties here in this ballgame. Their leading rusher was the uh, running back in Allen Jevning. Jevning ends the day with 25 carries, 115 yards. Jevning, one touchdown on the day. For the Broncos of Hastings College, Isaiah Jackson's numbers, 19 of 33 passing, 305 yards, three touchdowns. He had a touchdown to Neesmith, a touchdown to McGuire, and a touchdown to Jordan Johnson in this ballgame. The Broncos rushed it 30 times for 200 yards, so 505 of total offense, 990 between the two teams. You wouldn't expect anything less with the shootout score that we have here today. 63 offensive plays, again, 505 yards. The Broncos with 19 first downs in the ballgame and nine penalties here today. A host of uh, individuals uh, with some big numbers. Taj Willingham, ten carries, excuse me, eighteen carries, ninety-eight yards for Taj. He had one touchdown in the game. Tyree Nesmith had seven carries, one hundred two yards. Neesmith had one touchdown rushing. He also had one touchdown receiving. Uh, receiving leaders, uh, Xavier McGuire, four catches, sixty-three yards in the ball game. Jordan Johnson ends with five catches, eighty-three yards. Terrence McIntyre ends with three catches, 68 yards. And Anthony Martinez, two catches and 14 yards. Your uh, defensive leaders today for Hastings College, Wesley Jardine with 19 total tackles. Ross Ostendorf with 12 and Tyler Kennedy also with 12. The uh, Officially, the Broncos with seven penalties, 56 yards, 11 for Jamestown for 113 yards. But uh, the Broncos fall in their last Last home game, and uh, it's on the road to Mitchell, South Dakota next week. All right, so the uh, Jimmys win it here today over Hastings College. The final score of 41-39. to 39. Again, thanks to the folks up in uh, Jamestown for joining us on the broadcast today at 103.1 The Raven. Have yourself a, uh, a good ball game next week with Morningside. We'll catch you for the uh, yeah. basketball season up in uh, Jamestown here in a couple of months. For the rest of us, we've got the Bronco Post Game Show coming up next. The player of the game, coaches post game show in the fifth quarter. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHIS and the Raven 103.1. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank. The Better Bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. 
The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time now for the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. Hi, Jamestown wins it here this afternoon, 41-39 over Hastings College. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Again, Isaiah Jackson. The Broncos uh, went all the way at quarterback today, 18 out of 32, 306 yards and three touchdowns in the game. Hastings also had a couple of rushers over 100 yards. Taj Willingham had uh, 20 carries, 106 yards. Tyree Neesmith had 104 yards and seven carries, each scoring a uh, touchdown for Hastings. And Jordan Johnson, our leading receiver today, Five receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winners right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Our players of the game today for uh, Hastings College, uh, Isaiah Jackson, the quarterback for the Broncos, 18 out of 32 today, 306 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. So Jackson is going to be our offensive player of the game today for Hastings. Then uh, Wesley Jardim, Led the uh, Bronco defense today with 19 tackles in the ball game. So Wesley Jardim and Isaiah Jackson are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game. Brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Hastings Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show, brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most, now at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village. 
All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings College drops one to the Jamestown Jimmies today. Final score of 41 to 39 as we wait for the coach to make his way up to the uh, broadcast facilities here today. Uh, Northwestern has won in their ball game over Concordia as uh, the Red Raiders knock off the Concordia Bulldogs today, 42 to 28. Briar Cliff picked up a win uh, over Midland. The score, 42-20, to 20 was the final score there. And Doan has beaten Dakota Wesley in the score, 30-3. Uh, to 3. So those are the uh, final scores from across the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference. The other game uh, going on, uh, no report yet. Dortz and uh, Morningside playing up in uh, Sioux City this afternoon as uh, Hastings College head coach Tony Harper is going to join us in the uh, postgame show. And Coach, 41-39, a defeat today to uh, – Jamestown, the feelings in the ball game today. Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, I let the guys down. I mean, that's as simple as that. We did not play well on the defensive side of the football. We gave up too many gra- uh, yards on the ground. And, uh, I mean, they ran a quarterback sneak for 15 yards at one point in time. So I did a very poor job in preparing our defense for the game today. Thought our offense played well. Thought they played hard. Thought our team competed throughout the whole game. 323 yards of a rushing offense you give up today to a Jamestown, 512 yards in the total offense. Uh, talk about the breakdowns on defense. We didn't tackle. We didn't get right fit. I put them in some bad positions at different times. Um, they hit us early on some wheel routes where we didn't have great eye discipline. We took our eye off of it. They hit us with the touchdown down here on the north side of the end zone because we were key in three instead of key in two. I need to be clear when I, um, when, you know, when we when we go through those things throughout the week, and uh, you know that that's what happened. We just did not get off the field when we needed to. Defense had played well up until the last two games, and uh, you know we just didn't play well. Yeah, rushing today in the uh, the ball game, they really it just seemed like they were covered in grease. We just had an awful time trying to tackle, and they had a slew of different running backs to get in there. But it didn't matter who it was, we just really had a tough time. Well, they ran a lot of power at us. They went a lot of what we call overs formation, where they got four linemen on one side and and they outflanked us. And to be quite honest with you, I think we out schemed ourselves. You know, um, we would minus our our linebackers, we roll our secondary. And, uh, you know, our guys were at times playing a little slow, a little hesitant because I think the checks, you know, they were bouncing in and out of those formations to kind of put our guys on their heels a little bit. And we finally, you know, halfway through the third quarter, talked to Coach Valentine and Coach Hens just said, screw it, we're going to play our base defense and we're going to let the guys play. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, we, we had a couple stops there. And, um, you know, I think it, it, we put them in a tough situation. I did. Uh, today by just checking, checking, checking instead of just letting the kids play fast and play football. They had uh, 35 minutes uh, time of possession. They they had the ball 14 minutes longer than we did. All their all their drives just seemed to be uh, grinders. They and we couldn't get off the field. Third down was a killer, and uh, there was fourth downs too that was killer. I mean, we ended up in fourth down, and we knew what they were going to do. We knew that they were going quarterback sneak, you know. And uh, I mean, that's that that was their tendency. And people were complaining, well, they're pushing the quarterback and everything like that. Well, this isn't, you know, five, six, seven years ago like it was at Notre Dame and USC with Reggie Bush and those guys. That That's legal. You just can't pull them forward. You know, we just didn't get a good enough push. I put our guys in some tough situations with there. But at the end of the day, it's it, it, it's going to come down to it. Want to. You got to get off that block and go. Well, let's talk about that play because Jimmy and I uh, talked about a lot. Why, why doesn't more teams use that? Because uh, these guys use it pretty effectively. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. I've never seen it, and uh, I did a poor job prepping the guys for it. I mean, we knew what we were going to get. There were sometimes our linebackers, though, 
it was fourth and three or fourth and two, and our linebackers' heels were at depth. And, and instead of, I mean, we wanted to line up. You got to be right on that line of scrimmage. We know what we're going to get. If they get us outside, we'll rally and make the tackle. We'll we'll live with that. But we knew what they were going to do, and they still did it anyway. So that you know, like I said, that that that's on me as a D coordinator uh, of not hammer that into the guys more. Offensive side of things, uh, Isaiah Jackson throws for over 300 yards today in the ball game. Really didn't make many mistakes. Had some errant passes, but uh, for the most part, really distributed the football around pretty good again today. Yeah, I think he does a good job, like you say, getting it to different people. Um, you know, that last play to the end of the game. I mean, we're putting a lot of pressure on a guy that two weeks ago was our third string guy. Now he's done a very good job these last three weeks. You can't take away with what Isaiah has done. Taj ran extremely hard. Tyree ran extremely hard. I thought our old line blocked well. I thought our receivers blocked well downfield. Again, our offense these last two weeks, I mean, they've really done a good job. And defensively, we just haven't stepped up to the plate and, uh, and matched it like we were earlier in the season. Yeah, 507 yards of uh, total offense for uh, for our offensive unit here today. should be enough to, uh, to win a football game. Yeah, it should be. But uh, when your defense gives up 500 as well, you're not going to win too many football games. And, uh, I mean, that, that just came down to that. Rushing the football in the first half, we struggled. Only 44 yards I had you for in the first half. Then we come out in the third quarter, really designated the, the run with uh, Tyree and Taj both in the backfield and ran up and down, put 150 up just in the third quarter. Did you change blocking schemes or what uh, What did you do there? Coach Head, you know, um, Coach Head does a great job with our offense and adjustments at halftime. And he did change some blocking schemes with that, getting both those guys on the field at the same time and to be honest with you we kind of wore them down you know our offense was getting a good push they had a couple guys go down um you know just wearing on them a little bit kind of like they did to our defense and uh i thought coach called a really good game today okay so he sings uh drops in here today to a uh, jamestown 41 39 come back get some final words from the coach right after this Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. So, again, the Broncos are dropping one to uh, Jamestown today, 41-39. And, Coach, probably the most disappointing thing is we, we can't finish things off and close the deal for uh, the seniors who play the, their final game here at uh, the Osborne Sports Complex. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought those guys up because, you know, we, we honored, you know, 27 of them. And, um, you know, some of these guys have been here four years, like Ross Ostendorf, he's been here five. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about that uh, today on the 50-yard line before the game. And, and uh, you know, these guys have given – and every head coach is going to say, well, they've given up to the program and everything like that. I think what we got to understand is, you know, we bring in in their class, there was over 55 guys that came. And to have 27 of these kids stay through this thing, that's a credit to them because I'm not exactly the easiest guy to get along with. (laughs) I mean, I think we can all agree on that one. And, you know, we've all banged heads against each other, you know, but, you know, like a Taj Willingham, you know, four years ago, didn't know if he'd even finish this. And now look at him. The guy's going to walk out of here with two degree, and he's going to make some out of it because he's a special young man. I go Kellen Mosensio, Blaine Morrow, Ross. I mean, Ross and I couldn't – we couldn't even have a normal conversation a year ago without yelling at each other. And I told him that when I gave him his rose. Hopefully he gave his rose to his mama like he's supposed to. <laughs> it's like I go, man, you and I could not carry on a conversation with arguing. And he starts yelling at me down there, and I started yelling back. But, I mean, just to see these guys, I, I'm proud of them. I'm hurting for them. 
because I let him down. I mean, I let him down today by not putting them in the situation to be successful. And, you know, we, we, we just they're, – they're leaving a legacy and a standard here. And we got one more of these guys. And, and that's what I told him, man. You know, we could do something that ain't been done here since 2008, and that's going to Mitchell and pull out a dub. That's a long time. You know, so it's going to hurt, and it's going to hurt for a while, and it should hurt for a while. But I, I feel for all these guys because this is the last time they're going to step on this beautiful field and, and play football. Yeah, the one thing is it's always tough. It's a bittersweet moment, I know, for you there when they're uh, announcing everybody and uh, with the parents out here. But well, I'm going to tell you, we've talked all year long about how your seniors have, have tried to develop and try to help coach, and I've seen that again today out of the older guys with all the youth you have. And you've got a load of talent. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, you've got some younger guys that are pretty dang special for you uh, in this program. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm fired up for those guys. I, and I appreciate you saying that because there was a couple times, you know, you know, we, we, we blew an assignment on the pass coverage. They caught a touchdown pass on Wes, and I'm yelling at him, and he's kind of yelling back at me. And Ross comes over and says, hey, guys, we, we got to move on. And then Wes and I just obviously, bam, we shut it down, and, and we started talking and communicating like a coach to a player should. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad that they're learning. I'm glad that they're doing a great job of mentoring that. But, and that's why this one hurts so bad. You know, credit to Jamestown. They're a good, powerful football team. They, they're very good and much improved than what they were last year. I don't want to take anything away from them. But I think we left some things out there, and I feel really bad for our guys because they tried their butts off today. Okay, my man. We'll do her uh, one more time next week. Looking forward to it. D-Dub, we'll see him up there. All right, thank you. Yep. Tony Harper, the uh, head coach for uh, Hastings College. Again, the Broncos drop one here today to uh, Jamestown by a score of 41-39. to 39. A lot of offense in this football game here today. 512 for Jamestown, 507 for uh, Hastings College. But the Broncos uh, cannot close the deal as we drop this one today by a couple of points at 41 to 39. Hard to believe we are going into the last game of the season. This uh, whole season has gone by so fast. A high school season, you're going to start basketball up, I believe, on, on Monday. Monday. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll head to Mitchell, and we'll hope Mother Nature, with any luck at all, Mother Nature will allow us to go up there and do a game and not uh, get hung up there uh, like we have a couple of different years. Hopefully the uh, good Lord is with us you, on our side. You huh? know what? We should look. We've never played D-Dub this late. I should check on the parade arrangements if they know what number we are going to be entered <laughs> in. The parade, we always have something that happens up there. I can't wait to see what's going to take place next week in Mitchell. We try to go look at the Corn Palace, but sometimes we get we get uh, hooked into that parade they have uh, up there for whatever reason. But why, why would they have a parade at this time of the year? Well, it seems like every year we go up there, there's a parade. I don't know if they do it every Sunday or Saturday or what they do. but I, I don't think we've ever closed the season with D-Dub at this no, late. No, we've never had this late, which <laughs> the weather could be spotty at best. But, uh, yeah, we'll have one more, and hopefully we can get the Broncos a win and uh, bring them back home with a victory. All right, 41-39, the final score here this afternoon is Jamestown uh, comes into Hastings and knocks off. The Broncos here today, so Hastings will drop to four and six on the season, two and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They'll play at Dakota Wesleyan next Saturday. Air time will be at twelve o'clock noon next Saturday with the kickoff at one o'clock. We'll begin our Hastings College basketball coverage for you on Monday here on twelve thirty KHS. The Hastings College men will take on Sterling College over at Lynn Farrell Arena. 8 o'clock will be the uh, tip-off time, 7.45 for the pregame show here on 12.30 KHAS. I wrap things up here from the Osborne Sports Complex. We've got the fifth quarter coming up next for Jimmy Purcell. For uh, Gene Shaw, I'm Mike Will. Wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. 
The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most. Now, located at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village in Hastings. Stay tuned. The fifth quarter is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. Yeah, the Hastings College football team dropping one here today to uh, Jamestown 41-39. to There's more uh, Bronco activity going on tonight. Uh, we're going to have a women's soccer coming up in uh, just a little bit. Six o'clock starting time. It'll be uh, Hastings playing Briar Cliff in the GPAC semifinals here on this field at uh, Lloyd Wilson Fields. That's uh, starting at 6 tonight. Going to have volleyball going over. It's the GPAC quarterfinals tonight. Hastings will play Morningside beginning at 7 o'clock this evening. The Nebraska football team, they went toe-to-toe with one of the best college football teams in the nation. Huskers losing today to Ohio State on the road at the uh, Horseshoe, losing by the score of 36-31. to so Nebraska, they dropped a two and seven on the season, now one and five in the Big Ten Conference. Checking some uh, scores for you in college football: Syracuse beat Wake Forest today, 41-24. It was Auburn over Texas A&M, 28 to 24. South Carolina beat Ole Miss today, 48 to 44. It was Baylor over Oklahoma State, 35 to 31. Other college football finals, Memphis beat East Carolina 59-41. to It was Texas State over Georgia State 40-31. to Wyoming beat San Jose State 24-9. Arkansas State over South Alabama. They're in the third quarter with a minute and 30 seconds to play, 28-7. Arkansas State has the lead there. Uh, starting in the fourth quarter, it's Louisiana Monroe over Georgia Southern, 41-18. to In the fourth quarter early, Southern Miss leading Marshall, 20-17. to Some more final scores in. Clemson, the number two ranked team in the country, beat Louisville today, 77-16. to Army winners over Air Force, 17-14. to It was Georgia Tech, 38 and North Carolina, 28. Iowa State winners over Kansas today, 27-3. to Wisconsin beat Rutgers, 31-17. to Michigan State over Maryland, 24-3. to More final scores, Eastern Michigan, 17. Central Michigan, 7. In the third quarter, Georgia is out on top of Kentucky, 20-3. to we check some uh, other scores that we have uh, coming in here on the uh, fifth quarter here today. Texas 
has got a second quarter lead over West Virginia, 28 to 24. In the third quarter, Purdue is leading the Iowa Hawkeyes in a surprise there, 21 to 17. Halftime score: North Carolina State leading Florida State, 27 to 14. In the third quarter, Liberty and UMass are tied up at 24 points apiece. Texas El Paso leading Rice, 34 to 3. They're in the third quarter. Third quarter score, Tulane 27, South Florida 3. In the third quarter, Cincinnati is shutting out Navy 35 to nothing. In the third quarter, Troy leading Louisiana 23 to 10. In the third quarter, Kansas State 7 and uh, TCU 7. Halftime score, Illinois leading Minnesota 24 17. Halftime score, Michigan 14, Penn State nothing. In, uh, let's see, halftime score now, Virginia Tech is out on top of Boston College, 14-7. Missouri has got a 21-10 lead over Florida. They've got about a minute and a half to play in the second quarter there. Halftime score, Arizona State 21, Utah 17. Halftime, Tennessee 14, Charlotte 3. Second quarter score, New Mexico State 35, Alcorn State 13. And a first quarter score, Appalachian State leading Coastal Carolina by a score of 7-6. So those are the final scores. College football, again, uh, Hastings College losing today 41-39 to uh, Jamestown. It was Northwestern beating Concordia. 42 to 28. Briarcliff beat Midland today by the score of 42 to 20. And Doan winners over Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 30 to 3. Hastings College will play at Dakota Wesleyan next Saturday, airtime 12 o'clock noon in the uh, regular season finale for the Broncos for 2018. One o'clock kickoff. Hastings will play at Dakota Wesleyan. That'll wrap up Bronco football for you today. Here on 1230 KHIS, have yourself a good weekend. I'm Mike Will for 1230 KHIS Sports. You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHIS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.